Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Non-executive decision. Right now, we start. All right, what's that? It's, uh, you request the music today. Oh, okay. Let's do that. You want to do that? Yeah. I like that. I'm in on that. So, Nathan, you good on that over there? You good? I love it. All nine, right, good. All right. five eight six seven six ten. The J Southland Tow Service text line today. You pick the music on a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. For, you pick it's the music Friday. Friday? Yeah. It's just Friday. Freeform Friday. Sure. You got to have I Fs, love, right? I love alliteration. So yeah. sure. Is that. That works. Free form Friday. It's hard to say. Yeah, it but is. Yeah. It really so, is. So you just pick the music today. Set the tone a little bit. Yeah, have some fun with us yeah. today. Yeah. We want to. We want to kind of you know uh, take our minds off of things and have some fun. You ever try to say Detroit Red Wings really fast oh, yeah, ten yeah, times? Yeah, yeah. That's course. a hard one to do too. If you're ever a broadcaster in sports, I think you're required to do. Yeah, that, you? Detroit so, Red Wings. Yeah. Wed wings. Wed yeah. wings. Yeah. yeah, you end up doing no Wed wings. Yeah, it's hard. No it's not easy to say, chance. man. No chance. So. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you the news as it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody probably said that once. We'll bring you the news as it happens. Yeah. So Walter Cronkite news um, radio, nine, but they KBZ. never, but they, but they never said, then we'll, uh, you know, try to be light. Right. A little bit. That's all. So, um, uh, three people were detained. I think they're still waiting officially on charges, mm-hmm. but, uh, a dispute they were calling it at the parade now. So a dispute, right, which left one person dead and twenty-two people injured. Um, good news is a lot of the, a um, lot of those that were shot are on the mend. Mm-hmm. Obviously, still a loss of life with Lisa Lopez Galvan and uh, three people detained, awaiting charges. And we will apparently not be deterred from having parades. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I, so. I, I think that's what's going to yeah. happen. I don't know. I think yesterday caught up in the moment. People were wondering, you know, are we going to do this again? Is there going to be a ticketed event? How are we going to do this going forward? Because we expect to have a lot more parades and celebrations here, you know, in Kansas City. And I think people still want to be able to go down and, and celebrate and, and have a an, an atmosphere that was, you know, great until it wasn't. And so I think that's one of those things that, you know, people are going to have to look at. And and once you get further and further and further away from the from the day, I think people will start to heal. People will start to, you know, feel differently uh, uh, about things. And obviously there's no way to make up for the loss of, of a life. And, and for people who have, have, you know, participated in that and got, part, you know, shot in that situation, they're never going to be the same. Nope. 
But I think as as a community, the the best way to heal is to try to move forward on this and and love everybody up and see what you can do to help. And so I think people are already stepping up, Josh. Our, our friend Jimmy Fassler came on yesterday and talked about blood donations and then sent me a link from Channel 9 yesterday, and he said the blood donations were like a record number yesterday here That's in awesome. Kansas City. So people stepped up and did that. And, you know, there's a couple of GoFundMes out there as well going on right now for uh, for the family. And uh, Taylor Swift a couple of hours ago made two $50,000 donations to the uh, to the Galvan family and, and their GoFundMe. And if you want to find that, I have it on my Twitter page. You can go there. There are two uh, different GoFundMe set up, one for uh, Lisa Lopez Galvan family and the uh, another fund for two of the uh, the girls that were shot uh, in the uh, in the melee yesterday or two days ago down at Union Station as well. So they're both on my Twitter page. But to see Taylor Swift make two fifty thousand dollar donations is is pretty incredible, and it and it goes to show you, Josh, that not only have we kind of adopted her as part of ours but she's now adopted us as kansas city as part of her hometown as well and i think i think that is really really cool and really really special to see her do that a listen of our ours gave five thousand dollars to the gofundme yesterday uh, as well and so they're raking in the cash to help out these families and and that's what you knew kansas city would do i think that's why everybody loves this town is because when something tragic happens we rally and we try to turn something that was terrible 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 into the best possible situation that we can and so for every Everybody who's already donated, everybody who's going to donate, Taylor Swift for dropping $100,000 in donations a couple of hours ago. Really remarkable about what's going on right now here in Kansas City and how everybody's coming to the aid of these families that were were forever wounded and and forever damaged by what took place on Wednesday afternoon. So we're going to give you the news as it, again, if something more happens, if charges are officially filed, Mm -hmm. if the uh, district attorney... You know, puts out a statement, what have you. Yesterday was the the police chief and the mayor again. Um, we'll we'll bring that to you uh, throughout the uh, throughout the day today, and then try to you know try to be a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Maybe look at some of the the uh, the better moments of that parade. Sure, yeah, because <laughs> there were moments, there right? Were great ones, yeah. There were some there were some some moments, and and kind of what's what's ahead now as we're officially into uh, re. It's not rebuild um, season. It's uh, not uh, it reload, reload season. season. Yeah, it's, yeah. Go uh, back after it, man. Running back season. Yeah, however you uh, want to say whatever, it. Whatever it is at this point in time. I think um, it was there. I think it was funny what what Brett Veach did on on uh, on Wednesday. Now all the days are starting to blend together a little bit, and and you know he had those four Super Bowl trophies up there, and he kind of went through. You know, this was the first one. This was the, after fifty years. This was you know uh, kind of a, a a rebuild season or whatever. And then he he picked up that fourth one, Josh, and he goes, and this is what a down season in Chiefs Kingdom looks like. Thank you very much. And then just kind of walked off the stage. Well, they said and, we're leaving space for more. Yeah. I see. He said it on the table. <laughs> they were offset to the left or whatever. Because like, there's more coming. Yeah, he's like. There's because you left space there. So yeah. that's good. So yeah. I thought that was pretty funny by him. That that was his drop the mic moment. That was basically Brett Veach giving the double middle finger to everybody who doubted what this organization and this team can do. And I, I think after winning that Super Bowl now, I think it's safe to say, at least at least from my standpoint, you probably shouldn't doubt the moves that Brett Veach makes because in a in a down year, in a year where they were supposed to be rebuilding, in a year where they weren't supposed to be that good, according to the experts, they went and they won the Super Bowl. And and I think there's something to be said for that. In a year where 
where nobody thought they were supposed to do anything and probably internally thought they weren't going to have as good a year this year as they did a season ago. They go out there and win a championship. And, and, and Brett was so just awesome with that whole thing. And this is what a down year looks like. Thank you very much. And it walks away. I'm like, ah, that was beautiful to show everybody what a kind of a down year looks like in Chiefs kingdom. And so expect the adrenaline to keep rolling and to keep moving forward, you know, with this organization. Because now I feel like, Josh, they are dialed in for this three-peat. And they're going to do everything they possibly can to go back out there and win three in a row. Because when you win that third championship and you get that third Lombardi trophy in a row, you've literally done something that nobody else in the history of the National Football League has ever done. And that's win three straight Super Bowls. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me about the Packers won a a championship the year before the Super Bowl started. We don't talk about pre-Super Bowl eras really in the NFL all that much, right? And so if the Packers won one when there were three teams running around and one of them was the Leathernecks of, you know, Youngstown, Ohio, that championship doesn't count. If the Chiefs win this one this year and they get three Super Bowls in a row, they literally have done something that nobody else in the history of this league has ever done. Yeah, and I I think this team's going to need new carrots. Yeah, sure they are. This is a carrot. Yeah. This is a big carrot, right? Yeah. This is no baby carrot you get at Costco. This yeah. is those big carrots that you got to peel. And I, the, you could tell, at least from a few of them, like Mahomes, like this was something that was in the back of his mind. Right. That was right, I mean, barely there. Mm-hmm. Like, all it had to do is, I got to win this one first. And he probably was have to tell me, I got to win this second one first. And then we talk about three. I got to win the second one. Got to win the second one. Oh, I'm not win the second one. Guess what? I won a three. I yeah. mean, it was just like right out of the chute. Right. And so to have like that next that what's next that next motivation yes you love them to enjoy what they have accomplished whatever but they're they're on to the next yeah they really are they are on to the next and i'm like well that's kind of not that they're not going to enjoy this they are but you're that that steely focus that requires like what's next Mm -hmm. the next one yeah and they were back at work yesterday josh i heard from somebody over there at arrowhead they're like yeah we were back at work that 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 morning driving in you know getting ready going back to work and you know we we kind of joke about it but i mean the off season happens quick i believe the combine is next week if i'm not mistaken or the week after and then you know free agency starts like a month from today we're sitting here at february 16th and you know march 17th here we go and and that's when free agency starts and that's when the new league year starts and there's a lot of decisions that have to be made and we'll get into those whether it's Chris Jones coming back Legereus Sneed coming back you got Willie Gay Drew Tranquil you know a lot of free agents out there right now and there's going to be new blood that comes in because they're not going to run it back with the same wide receivers right they're going to go out there and they're going to upgrade that position they need to upgrade that position I think they realize that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest of all time and he can do it by himself we saw that this year Patrick Mahomes can do it by himself but they're going to go out there and they're not going to Patriot thing this thing up, Josh, and, and make it difficult and go get guys that you never heard of that played lacrosse in high school. They're going to go out there and they're going to find guys that I think are going to be legit to make it easier for Patrick Mahomes. They owe it to him. I right? mean, looking back, don't you think the Patriot thing was pretty arrogant? Yeah, I do. I like really they went do. about yeah. it the arrogant way, which is our quarterback's really good and makes everybody better. Right. So watch this. Watch this. We're just going to go out there and give you Danny Amendola. And, and look, to, to Tom Brady's credit, he elevated all of those yeah, guys. Yeah, but right? there was a few years where, where they didn't have enough. Right, absolutely. And they're trading for Mohamed Sanu. Right, yeah. You know, late, late in Brady's right? career, right. And yeah. you're like, come on now. Yeah, come on. I mean, you're gonna, it's, it's okay to, for them to have players. Right. It's okay to have pieces. You don't have to prove anything. Well, Mahomes has already done that. We right? don't need to do that anymore, right? And you don't, But you don't need to prove it, ever. Yeah. Right. Like, that was my defense earlier. They're like, oh, look at all the pieces again. Yes, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. smart. Smart. Like, Very smart. We have to prove that he can elevate and do whatever. You you want to put pieces to be successful. So if you're missing those pieces, go get those pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? And I feel like looking back now at the Patriots, they're like, they got, just got a little arrogant there. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, okay, we did. We tried Randy Moss once your way. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. 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 We, we went undefeated, but we yeah. didn't win the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, but also the offense worked. Like, yeah. okay, you could continue to do that. Nah, nah. I got this guy that used to play the cross. I'm going to see him play. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. Let's see if he can play football. We're if you, get if some, you can catch that ball on that little stick, you can yeah. go out there and catch from Tom Brady, We're going to keep right? getting the same-looking person that seem, seems, you know, like you can play a slot, and we'll just put anybody in there and try to prove it wrong. Right. Mm, not quite. You need you need good pieces, and mm-hmm. it's okay to go get good pieces. And I, I that's again, I'll keep saying it. It's the thing I love about this particular regime, they were having success along the playoff route, and you knew that they're like, hmm, what's next? What's next? Yeah, let's get what's, busy. What's what's next? Because yeah, I mean, it, it it looked like you made it a little harder on yourselves offensively than it needed to be. Needed so to be, okay, yeah. let's let's figure out how to remedy remedy that. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that they're winning, they're not going to go, ha ha, we won. See, we did it our way. Not at all. No. They're going to go, all right. We uh we may have may have overshot a few things like uh the wide receiver skills. Uh-huh. So let's go ahead and uh and figure that out. So yeah. they're going to go go figure it out. Get better wide receivers, and with the salary cap going up, you have an opportunity to go spend some money out there, you know, in free agency. And maybe you pick up a free agent wide receiver, Mike Evans, and you draft another guy in Marvin Harrison Jr. And you're set. There you go. It's you're a, ready to go, right? It's very simple. I was looking at a mock draft yesterday, and it wasn't quite as good as your mock draft, Josh, which had 31 quarterbacks going, and mm-hmm. then. Marvin Harrison Jr. coming to the Chiefs. But I did see one that literally had Marvin Harrison Jr. falling all the way to number four. They got three quarterbacks going in the first three picks of the draft. So if there's a way. Who's picking four? Arizona, maybe. Is it Arizona? Arizona, Arizona, yeah. They're dumb. Yeah, so see if we we can swindle the fourth pick from Arizona. Hey, Arizona, we'll trade you four. Four, you trade us four, we'll give you 32, and maybe think that they think we're going to give them 32 picks for four picks. Yeah. You know, you kind of yeah. swindle them that way, right? right. Yeah. Because they are stupid in Arizona. Or yeah. We'll give you 32 in a Lombardi. Yeah. And it's a fake Lombardi. Yeah, they don't know a, it. A chocolate one at yeah. that. Yeah. That's hollow in the center. Like, this is a decoy. I'll, I'll give them a practical. Uh, item of value in return. How about a new field? Yeah, to play on there you go. There. We'll yeah. send our grass guy yeah. out to Arizona. That's not, a good one. Not permanently, I do like but that. Just yeah. to help. Just to help. Yeah. Just to help. So we'll, yeah. we'll send our grass guy and the 32nd pick for your fourth pick out there. Mm. You good on that? Mm. Everybody good? And you know what we'll even do? We'll throw in a Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that'd be great. Do you yeah. think we could trade Kadarius Tony for the fourth pick and Luke Hochaver? Sure. I had the Cardinals picking Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU. With yeah, the fourth pick, with the fourth so. pick overall. So, yeah. Yeah. If we. <laughs> That was to get Marvin to 32. Uh, Logo threes are the new no-look passes. We'll get to that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medela is the mark of a fighter 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You're playing the music today, so get those requests in, 913-586-7610. Include your name so we can give you a little high five. Yeah, our friend Mike has been wanting to hear some back-to-back by Drake since the AFC Championship game. All right, we're in on that. We got you. We got you. We got you on that. So there you go, a little back-to-back, because that's what we did, a little Mm back-to-back, then a little back-to-back-to-back next year. I don't know if he has one that's back-to-back-to-back. Well, somebody's going to have to write a three-peat song, right? Travis could just sing it. Yeah, Travis could just sing it. We're going to three. And you think I'm a bad singer? My God, Travis Kelsey the uh, the other day was uh, was Bob Fesco esque up there on stage when it came to singing. He was reading the words off his phone and everything. I mean, he, like he had a plan. Didn't oh, quite execute the plan. Didn't go that's too all. well. No, that's no, all. No, no. But, uh, but that's I, all. I appreciate him changing up a song and writing a song. I was watching an interview yesterday, actually, uh, with Billy Joel on Howard Stern. You ever hear of Howard Stern before? Mm-hmm. He's a radio guy on uh, Sirius XM Radio, right? I heard of him. And I was listening to Billy Joel, and Howard Stern set him up perfectly and said, what is your all-time favorite song? And I'm going, it's going to be Brett Feach Town. It's going to be Brett Feach. And then he went with something else, and I was very disappointed. And so it goes is what he ended up saying was his favorite song, which is a great Billy Joel song, but... I mean, it's not Brett Veach Town, Josh. Mm. I, I'm surprised he didn't go with that one. I'm it really was right stunned. There. It, was it was right there. You're right. right. There. It was right, especially on the heels of the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. He was right there to say Brett Veach Town, and he went with "And So It Goes." And so I was like, "Well, I guess and so it goes." I guess it isn't his favorite song. Uh, cool moment in sports last night. Pretty, pretty. I mean, nice to have something on Peacock. No offense. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, because had this game been on ESPN, uh-huh. they wouldn't have stayed with everything. Like, they went from start to finish mm-hmm. last night with uh, Caitlin Clark night on, on on Peacock. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark, Iowa women's basketball player. For those of you who don't know, and you probably do, because right. she's actually a household name. She, she is a household name. I'm not yes. forcing my uh, my uh, alma mater on you. No, you're today. not. No, you're not. I I willingly sat down at 6:30 and watched the pregame show for all this. And I'm not a pregame show on TV guy. You know, I just don't. Whatever. Just give me the game type of thing. Mm-hmm. I sat down at six. I, I actually mean, except had for the, the the Chiefs radio network. No, I said TV pregame. TV. Right. Well, I, okay. I'm, I'm a radio. Okay. I just want to. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's completely sure. different. I listen to Vern. I listen sure. to you. Okay, I, cool. I don't watch the TV talking. It's because Thank it's you. all about nonsense and anything. So, so I was, uh, I was, I actually turned on the pregame show. I turned it on before it was ready to go, and it was doing like the countdown, thirty <laughs> seconds <laughs> until the, you know, like I'm in, I'm dialed in, I'm ready to go for this game. I was more excited about that game uh, than I was for anything since the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was like, all right, ready to go. I'm ready to so, witness history. And boy, it didn't take not long. At all. Did it? So she needed eight points to break the record. So yeah, I'll score the first eight. Yeah, the took, first eight took two minutes. Two minutes, twelve seconds, and a, right? lo- and a logo three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to uh, to uh, get the uh, get the all time record. Long rebound dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three. Got it. Twenty two is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all time scoring leader in women's basketball history. Hawkeye Radio Network, Rob Brooks on the call. Yeah, how about that? Little uh, little uh, action right there with the color analyst screaming in the background, which I always love that. And then that. you heard the... 
yeah, of the, the net. net. Cool. I mean, how good is Caitlin Clark, right? Like, in, in my opinion, Josh, Caitlin Clark is the most impactful college athlete of all time. And, and I don't think that's being hyperbolic, Bob. It's bringing people to the show that wouldn't normally be to the show. As we know, women's college basketball isn't what the, you know, the men's game is. But I was watching that game last night, and I'm going, this is more entertaining for me than watching men's basketball, right? And and I enjoyed every moment of that well, game. Well, this team's entertaining because they score over 100. I'm, yeah. Like, but, it's like but, eighth time they went over 100. But they, they go out there and they play great basketball, and they're good. They, they Their shots actually go in. Most of the men's games, you're watching brick after brick after brick after brick, and it becomes a bricklayer's yeah, convention. Yeah, there's some bad shooters in college basketball. They're, they're terrible yeah. shooters in college basketball. It's not an entertaining product on the men's side but on the women's side it was great and so I think she's the most impactful college athlete of all time to me brings me to the TV she's expanded the sport Josh more than anybody has expanded a sport before and women's basketball has benefited so much I don't know if you saw yesterday they're now doing a women's champions classic that they announced like the men's side of things with Tennessee Yukon Iowa and Louisville in the champions classic in Brooklyn next year like they're doing things now they know she's not gonna be back right well <laughs> There's a good chance she could come back for one more year, right? I don't think so. Yeah, no, probably not. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah. so it was nice to be included in that. Yeah. It, <laughs> now they got to keep it up at Iowa. But anyway. Uh, but Peacock called her the face of college basketball, too, oh, last for night. sure. And she is. I can't tell no. you many men players. I just can't. She's, she's, her, a, house, she's a household, household name. name. She's a household name. And then get back to Peacock for a moment. Uh, no offense to ESPN, but they probably would have had another game. Yeah, absolutely. Peacock, this was their, the, there was their spot. They streamed it. They went from... Uh, pre a pregame, yeah. starting lineups, everything, the whole the whole thing through her doing a uh, television interview to her doing uh, the the interview in in the arena yep. to her like all the way till her leaving the floor, and then they did a post game, right. And then they had a Caitlin Clark cam too on Peacock, which you could have tuned into, which was an ISO camera just on yeah, her all night. And which is which Fox has been doing as well. Yep. Like on they did there's a thing on TikTok or something, which okay, is smart. smart. Like crossover. Go, go to where the people are, right? Thing. Yeah. I mean, it was like expansive coverage. And I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. This is the dream of of Kansas basketball fan on uh, senior night. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was the broadcast yep. that you Jayhawk fans would want on senior night. Mm-hmm. All the speeches, you know what I mean? Right. We yeah. have to, oh, crap, I have to go to my computer to do it. They they stayed on the whole thing. And I'm like, well, yes, we wouldn't have done this. They'd, no, have, they'd, they'd, have, they'd have to go to like a NBA, West Coast NBA game or something. Yeah. They would have had some other program. Oh, we've got the Suns and Sonics and next. They, couldn't, they, they wouldn't have been able to stay. I'm like, this was this was pretty cool. So I'm like, good job. Good job out of, out of Peacock in this one. But but obviously, yeah, she's she's the the face of, of college sports. Yep. I find her to be Mahomes-esque. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And it's it's not just because she's ridiculously skilled and Logo 3s are the new cool thing. You're, you know, n- not all of you, even little girls who aspire to things, can shoot Logo 3s right now. Just right. telling you. Just telling you We, you we, do, yeah. we said the same thing about Mahomes and high school quarterbacks, okay? Mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. be doing that. But I, I think from a demeanor standpoint, she reminds me a lot of Mahomes. Super mature, is the, is the focus, is the spotlight, but loves to to share it with her teammates. Mm-hmm. Not about me, 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 me at all. Is mature beyond her years. Like you see why you follow her, right? Yep. Handles every question like like a like a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets peppered a lot. I mean, she's she's doing halftime interviews on the way in a halftime. I know. Usually that's reserved for the coach, right? You never see a if, player do if that, the coach, right? You if, know what I mean? Yeah. If the coach, yeah. If he's not too busy doing whatever, and she's asked to do everything and does it mm-hmm. and doesn't get, you know, c- complain. I, I'm like, she's just very much like Mahomes. Like Mahomes is the whole package, right? Right. 
um, when we saw it again at the parade when he's, you know, holding his teammate, like mm-hmm. the ultimate wingman, like, right? Right. So I, I think there's a lot of comparisons even beyond the skill set of like the maturity and the the leadership and the I'll follow this person anywhere right. type vibe just gives me a lot of a lot of Mahomes feel. To I, it. I think you're right about that. And and I, I think, you know, if you want to argue that, that's fine. Go out there and argue. But I think you'd be like an old man yelling the clouds in that situation. But I said, you know, the most impactful college athlete of all time. And one of the coolest things I thought to, to really put that point home, Josh, was last night, you know, watching that Peacock broadcast. Obviously, the first year she was there was a COVID year. So there were cardboard cutouts. But there were many a shots of her early days where there was nobody in that arena. Right. And now tickets were like, I, I think they were tickets for like $4,300 or something last night to get into last night's game, you know, on the secondary market. And people are paying a bleep ton to get in to watch her play, not just last night, but really for the last two years, people have been yep. just shelling out all kinds of cash to go watch her play. And so if that's not expanding a game, I don't know what is. Yeah, buddy sent me a text yesterday. He goes, there's two front row courtside seats for 10000 each. You want to go? I'm pretty sure I'm going to pay the five ninety nine for Peacock and just yeah. go ahead and Go ahead and uh, watch it. From the 816 Mahomes-esque, man, y'all got to stop this. Okay. No, she is. She yeah, is. I'm mean, just from a personality standpoint, too. Roll. Around both. The, you know, I would say I would say just seeing them both in action. Yeah. You're like, you know, there's a lot of, those are, those are the type of leaders you, you want to have. Absolutely. And then no offense to Kelsey Plum, who she broke her record. Mm-hmm. Kelsey Plum was not a household name. Who? She just wasn't. Kelsey Plum. I had to look it up. I didn't know who that was. Yeah. It was a talented pro, and it was yeah. a talented college player. Didn't have the... Didn't have the fanfare that this has had. No, not at all. Not even close. Not even close and to then, what Caitlin Clark has done. And then Lynette Woodard, who's a freak. Her number. Look at her numbers for her her for four years at, at Kansas. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It wasn't NCAA basketball right. until her like senior year. Okay. So she's not recognized as the all time leading scorer. Right. So I know some Kansas fans were beating their chest about. Yeah, well, did she really break the record? Three-point line and, and all this kind of what, stuff. Yeah, right? she did. She's unbelievable. Yeah. Un- like look at her. Just her numbers. Unbelievable. But Caitlin you know, Clark's only like 80 points behind she's 80 her points now. behind. And again, she has a three point line, but she's going to get 80 in f- four games. So she's going to pass. So we're not supposed to count. Like, I, I, I hate this kind of stuff, though, Josh, because rules change and things change. We're not supposed to count, you know, the new stuff because the old stuff didn't have it. Like, you, you got to be able to move on. And, and, and we Lynette Woodard's numbers, though, are freaky. They go, are. Go ahead and look up her I, stupid. One stupid year she numbers. scored over a thousand, like eleven hundred points or something with like no, that. With I no saw threes. with no threes. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. her numbers are crazy yeah. good. Right. And 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 it looks like Caitlin Clark's going to have an opportunity to beat those numbers. She got what four regular season games or so left, and, and a couple points. of tournament she's games. She, she's going to be fine. And you know what? As you said to me during the uh, during the pre-show conversation, was like, tell her she can't and see what happens. And that's the Mahomes angle. <laughs> yeah, right there's a there. Mahomes to that yeah, too. That's the Mahomes angle right she, there. Oh, by the way, she set a school record, had a career high forty nine to finish last night. Right. Yeah. Forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. She and had like twenty eight at halftime. The eight she needed. She was on a pace to score ninety two. Yeah. After the first quarter. Yeah. It was insane. Just nuts. Yeah. Just nuts. It was so, great. It was so much fun. Congratulations. It was, it, was, it was a cool watch. And if you haven't caught the, the show, catch the show before, uh, before the season's before out. Before it's too late. And, and before, I will say this. I love the quarter the, system. And before she goes to the WNBA, and you probably it won't probably care. probably won't care anymore, right? right? Just like when college guys go to the NBA, you just don't care yeah. for the most part anymore. But the quarter system, too, I really fell in love with that last night. Oh, I think yeah, that's great. the way to go. I'm I, telling I just, you. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. I just don't understand why men's basketball is still stammering around with two 20-minute halves. It's way better. It's terrible. Uh, he says he wants to stay. We'll get to that next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Blame it all on my roots. I sewed up in booze and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last ones to show. We were the last ones they thought they see there. Start out all right. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. And it started to go haywire, yeah. Took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. When I took, and I toasted you. Mm. Mm. Honey, we do what I never mm, Listen to the crowd, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody grab the microphone, yeah, please. please. Yep. Somebody take, grab the take, microphone. Take over him, he's holding his phone in front of his yeah, face. That was the best the part of the whole thing, I mean, was like he wrote this down, and then he got ooh. the phone out, and he's reading it and, and do whatnot. We, do we know if... Someone else wrote the lyrics? I don't know. It wasn't me. No, it was definitely not me. I was not, not referring to one. you. Oh. I was not referring to you. I was referring to someone he knows that writes lyrics. Who? Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, I would have, yeah, you Patrick. know, I mean, the crowd is just unbelievable in that it's like. Like we're with you and, oh. Ooh. Like you could just hear the crowd go, oh, and then when he like kind of falls backwards and like they all catch him, like, yeah. oh, well, all think, right, about time yeah. to wrap this but, up. And, and, and the whole time, Patrick is hanging on his shoulder right there, and somehow that's the person that has the wherewithal to take the microphone away from Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he yeah. Was, probably the second most the intoxicated person on the stage is like, hey, man, you have you have had too much. Yeah, <laughs> this is enough. This is enough. So, so for the text line, uh, yeah, you're you're playing the music you this morning, Travis is. Right. Uh, Version and, and there. Everybody has requested uh, Travis's version of, yeah. low of low places. Do we like low places again? Because there was a while there we hated it out of Kauffman Stadium, and I know Garth was very hurt by that. And I'll tell the story real fast. I think it was the 2014 World Series. Trisha Yearwood was there to sing the national anthem, right? And so I was talking to her because I'm a Food Network fan, um, and so we were talking about recipes and melting cheese and all that kind of good stuff. And she had said uh, I had asked her about the friends in low places thing. She goes, "Yeah, Garth is really upset about that." Of course, Trisha's married to Garth. For those scoring at home, uh, she was he, he was really hurt. His feelings. Oh, I were thought hurt she married Chris Gaines. Uh, at one point, she was mm. married to Chris Gaines, mm. and then she got married to Garth, I think. Um, and, and so, yeah, so she had said like his feelings were really, really hurt about that. I, I don't know why everybody hated that song for a while here in Kansas City. I think it's a great song because anytime you go to a game and that's played. Everybody sings. Every time you go to a bar and that's played, everybody sings. I think the people who didn't like it are the people who sit at home on social media who don't like anything. I think so, too. And and I've been to a lot of, uh, you know, ballparks. And what does every other stadium play is their sing-along song? It's center field. Yeah, right. And that song I, sucks. I, I've, I've had enough of it. Yeah. Um, I think the the... It, it reminds Royals fans of a time where the team was just happy. Yeah. And that's all we had was the song. Right. I, I think so. I think that's the beef. And, that, and that's fair. And, 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 you know, Garth tried out for the Royals. I'll be trying out for the White Sox a week from today just for everybody scoring at home. Um, but uh, but uh, Garth tried out for the Royals. That was a lot of fun. No one, He's, was, no he, one was scoring that. Oh, they, but they, they're going to see. What, wait till you see all the news releases that come out. Mm. Fesco tries out for White Sox. Uh, they took my inseam the other day. So Traitor. I'm going to go out there. Hey, they offered me an opportunity to try out. Why wouldn't I take advantage of that? Traitor. 
trader. Well, why wouldn't I take advantage of that? White Sox called and said, hey, we need a fat first baseman. Are you available? I said, yes. I think the entire team is ex-Kansas Cityans. Well, yeah, they're calling them in Chicago, the uh, the Chicago Royals mm-hmm. right now. So, anyway, congratulations to Travis. So, speaking of the uh, the parade, do we do we hold Chris Jones to it? Or? No, absolutely you do. Yeah, absolutely you have to. I mean, he yeah. says he's back. So. I got on this stage last year, and I was like, run it back. Run it back. Run it back. But you know what? It's a three-pay! Woo! I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who want Chris Jones go, I ain't going nowhere, baby. Well, there you go. He's coming back. Right? Yeah, I think he. To we, which his agent tweeted something like, I think the, the alcohol's doing the talking today or something like that. Like that began Don, to block Don people. Julio. <laughs> yeah, the, the Don Julio 1942 is really in full effect mm, there for, mm. for, for Yeah, they started Jones, blocking right? people. Yeah. Then he started blocking yeah. people, the agent. The agent's a loser, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. I don't want to be a name caller or anything like that. This guy's a loser, and I don't think he's going to be working in the best interest of Chris Jones. We talked about it the other day. Is this going to be a Freddie Freeman type of situation where the agent lies and says there was no offer when the guy wanted to go back to Atlanta? and ended up with the Dodgers. And that's what we have to worry about for Chris Jones. And so I think as a city, we need to let Chris Jones know his agents are not working for the best interest of him coming back to Kansas City. They're working in the interest of getting the biggest contract, which I guess is their job. I understand all that. But that guy right there, do you really think he doesn't want to be back in Kansas City and be part of this three-peat? He's already understanding what's going to happen here. And if you're not part of it, like losing, if they would have lost the Super Bowl, maybe you have a different kind of perspective on things, right? Now you're playing for something that's never been done before. Do you want to watch your team celebrate a third straight championship and you're in Carolina or you're in Miami or you're in Houston or you're in Arizona after you counting have, your check? After you've had to play in the... Pro Bowl games? Yeah, after you had to play in the Pro Bowl, which you've never done before because you're always in the Super Bowl, right? Like, think about all of those things. And and, and I think Chris Jones is going to have to make some hard decisions this offseason and tell his agents, look, guys, I'm in I want to be in Kansas City. Yeah. I'm the make boss. It work. And just because I'm your only client doesn't mean you have to abuse me and try to get me out there to take bad deals. And so the agent, I, I just don't believe, in my opinion, that the agent is out there working in the best interest of Chris Jones. I think the agent is out there working in the best interest of himself. But also you you do hire an agent to be the bad guy. You do. You absolutely Because you're like, right. I, Chris Chris Jones, we've seen him before. He's a terrible negotiator. Yeah. Well, God, Like, yeah. he just caves. Yeah. Hey, we'll I, give you this fine. I want to be here. Remember, yeah. he's like, I want to be a chief. Stop saying that. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're your own worst. You're you're giving them everything. Like, well, Chris says he wants to be here. Like, right. he's a terrible negotiator of his own. So he needs an agent. Clearly, yeah. he needs his own agent. Or he's not going to get the best, uh, the best uh, deal for himself. But... At some point in time, there comes a time, I think, and depending on where you're at in your career as well, where you can, you, you have to step in and veto. And go, yeah, you do. I just want to just get it done. Get it done with Kansas give City. Me, Don't get, talk to anybody else. Give me, a, give me a fair deal. Now, I'll put the pressure on, on him and say, you know, uh, Patrick's going to continue to give, give back. Right. He can continue to make, uh, make himself underpaid. Travis Kelsey clearly has done that. Right. 
You're the you're you're one of the leaders. Mm-hmm. You're you're one of the you three run this run this show. You give a little back. You gotta give a little back. Give a little give a little uh, flexibility to do other things. Get your money. Right. Get some money. You get comfortable money. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all the money. And you can be back here. Right. So go. Go for it, man. Go for it. And and you know what? Your legacy at this point in time, I look, nothing trumps money. I get all that. I understand you want the biggest paycheck you can possibly get. But really, if you're going to get twenty five to twenty eight million dollars a year here, does that make it worth it if you could get thirty with some loserville organization? Yeah. And and that's the mm-hmm. thing that you have to ask yourself. Is twenty five to twenty eight million a year for the next couple of years good enough? Or is thirty million a year to play in anonymity? That too. Yeah, is, is that what you really want? Think you got to think about all of those things. And as you always say, Josh, nobody ever thinks about the worst case scenario, like with the two point conversion and stuff like that, right? Nobody thinks about what if we don't make this? Then we're chasing points and all that kind of stuff. If you're Chris Jones and you don't sign here, and this team does go for a three peat, how are you going to feel? You're gonna feel like Tyreek Hill. How are you going go to ask feel? Tyreek Hill. Right. Uh, cold takes are still the best takes on Patrick Mahomes. We'll get to that next. the music today on a uh, free-for-all Friday or something? I don't know. Did we, t- did we title it or not? The, the name is to be determined. This is uh, Lisa Bonet's ex. Um, 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Toast Service text line. Include your name so you may get the credit. Yeah, Rodney wanted a little Lenny Kravitz today. Shout out, Rodney. There you go. Why did the song kind of? Because you were shouting well, out, just Rodney. ended. Like, you done, yeah. Out, just okay. Uh, yeah, maybe Nat- it was abrupt. It natural, was- <laughs> natural ending. That's all right. Are you going to go my way? Done. That's all right. That's all right. Along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler. Nathan Williams producing today. Uh, we can now get to the freezing cold Mahomes day. Yeah, we can. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's great because these these surface every time he wins. And I love it now. And, but now it's like they get colder by the day. And and hopefully they just we just keep having to you know bring these back. Right. So this this was made by a Lions fan trying to explain why John Dorsey was a good addition for the Detroit Lions. If you're scoring at home, John Dorsey's like an assistant GM or whatever, you know, up in Detroit. And they had a really nice season. I think he's been there what a couple of years now, you know, with the Lions and 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 they're trying to, to basically justify why John Dorsey is a good hire for Detroit. And so they compiled all of these freezing cold takes by Patrick Mahomes haters when he was drafted. I mean, it's just glorious to listen to. Now it, it appears John Dorsey best suited for that type of role. That type of role, right, yeah. Like, the money portion was not very good. He was not mm-hmm. believed to be very good on the money side, but a really good talent I, I was going to say, as a talent evaluator, one of the best in the history of the game. Right? Yeah. And so that's the type you want getting in the getting in the weeds and mm-hmm. finding players and that kind of stuff. I mean, he's look really at what he's at done, Josh. He went from Green Bay where they won, came here to Kansas City and they won, went to Cleveland, turned them into a playoff team, and now look what he's doing in Detroit. The Lions I mean, draft was really good this past yeah. year. Yeah, John Dorsey's fingerprints <laughs> so, are all over that thing. So this is, the, this is a, a compilation video uh, by a Lions fan of bad Mahomes takes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes, I don't like it. I do not like to pick. It is Patrick Mahomes. Just like I said to you, Trubisky, 
doesn't have the resume that tells me that he's better than Deshaun Watson. I damn sure ain't gonna say Patrick Mahomes does. This is a really good football player. And I think these types of guys don't come around that often. Like if he's that good, you went yeah. over Deshaun Watson, you, you traded up, but I still got the weight on the cookies. The cookies ain't ready yet. I'm willing to invest in that type of player because I believe in his skill set and what he is going to develop into. When I hear words about Pat Mahomes, these are the words I hear. Undisciplined, lacking fundamentals, immature. I disagree with you. I don't believe it's a reach. I believe this guy's a very talented player in the future. Why are you drafting a quarterback? Why are you trading up to draft a quarterback that doesn't just have bad footwork, has no footwork? I can see this guy developing into a really good football player. The only one out of them going to win a championship, if there is one, is Deshaun Watson. At the end of the day, we had Mahomes rated above Watson. That's how we saw it. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! <laughs> I like that they added that. It's well done. How about some of those takes? The guy talking about the footwork, right? Yeah. You, you're an announcer. You're a talk show. You have no idea about footwork. Like, I absolutely hate that kind of stuff. Like, he has no footwork. You don't know. I don't know. You don't. Nobody knows what kind of footwork anybody football, has. Football dorks do. That's fine. I mean, that guy, but this guy not, has no footwork. But the guy, the guy that was talking about the footwork is the play-by-play uh, -play -play voice of the Chargers now. Yeah, Matt Money Smith. How right? is he yeah. enjoying it? Mm -hmm. Being preseason paper champs all the time. Every single how's your, year. How's your quarterback's footwork? Yeah, how's that going for In you? In other words, who cares right. how his footwork is? I don't know about he his footwork. He ain't winning. Yeah. Is he a winner? Yeah, he is a winner. And we told the story about the Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes thing. And, and I've told this on the air about not knowing the name, right? No, uh, I don't know. I'll say it now. I mean, a I, lot I of these people aren't here anymore, right? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's past. Far enough away. I, I yeah. was told that they brought in both Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson for interviews, as they would normally do. And Deshaun Watson didn't know who John Dorsey was, and so they crossed him off the board. And they're like, well, if you're not going to know who the people are in the room, we don't really want you as a quarterback was, and as our leader. Right? Put off by the fact that, you know, he didn't know. He didn't do his homework, didn't, didn't know yeah, who he was. Didn't and come in and know who he was speaking with and didn't know who John Dorsey was. Didn't know who John Dorsey was. And so, okay. I mean, look. look guess, if, if, guess what? He'd be the guy drafting you. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but if you're looking for ways to determine who – the quarterback is the face and the leader of your organization, right? You want somebody that you it. know has got it. And yeah. if you walk in – go into any job interview, right? You're going to interview for a job – and you're preparing for the job interview and you go in there and you don't know who you're interviewing with and you don't know the person's name. Well, you and it comes your across research. you're bigger than them. Yeah, yeah, huh. exactly. You're going to get that job, you think? Mm, probably not. Probably not. So I was told after the interview, they crossed Deshaun Watson off the list because he didn't know John Dorsey's name. And, I, and I've always held that in the back of my mind going, okay, you, you, you start to separate guys by the little things that they can do. And Patrick Mahomes has proven not only is he great at doing the big things, he's great at doing the little things as well. Of course. I mean, I'll just, I'll just, I mean, Brett Feach is probably looking for ways to cross off uh, Deshaun Watson's name. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He's like, he's no, he's no Mahomes. Yeah. He's whispering in the background too. He's no Mahomes. Right. Take Mahomes. Take Mahomes. Take Mahomes. Take Mahomes. So. But it's it's those things that kind of separate you apart. And you're going to bring in both of those guys of to interview them, yeah. and you're going to talk to them. And if somebody makes a great, you know, you, you only have one chance to make a first impression, right? And if that first impression isn't good, that's you who you're are, leaving people with. Yeah. Um, the guy that's going to draft you. Yeah, John Dorsey. Who or potentially? All right. Where's Andy Reid? You know, like it was basically kind of just blew John off. And so they were like, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to go out here and take you. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Best of luck then, to right? you. And how's that gone for Deshaun Watson? Clearly the chiefs made the right decision, right? Yeah. I mentioned it a little bit earlier, speaking of Mahomes, but 
How about Patrick being the wingman? Yeah, right. Absolutely. I guess they need to reverse those, the Subway commercial now or whatever. The, yeah, the, about the, the, yeah, the, the side item. Yeah, yeah, right. Because, um, I mean, Patrick Patrick took care of everybody on that stage. Mm-hmm. He's up there working it. Like, he he played like Mother Hen almost up there on that he's stage. He's got his, got his hand on the, on the, on the arm. Mm-hmm. He's apparently directing traffic with the microphone. He knows when to get the microphone. Right. I mean, he just watching him, I think showed me he's the he's the true wingman. He's the wingman slash leader because that was that was that, I thought that was an impressive display of leadership. It really was. I mean, but th- but that's what Mahomes does, and he makes it look easy and seamless. And because he could have left that whole thing to Mitch, and Mitch would have had no control. No, no, no. Mitch, Mitch only had control to a certain point. Right. And they clearly didn't want to give Travis the microphone. Right. Like, they had him hidden in the and, back. But Chris Jones was yeah yeah. Chris, Chris Jones, Jones took over. Chris Jones turned into lead blocker there and forget about it, right? right. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and maybe Mitch enlisted Patrick, like, yeah, I got, you got to help. Because yeah. that 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 whole thing is tough. Mm-hmm. What what Mitch Holtis is asked to do in the midst of that thing is direct traffic, uncontrollable traffic. Correct. Right? Yes. There is a there is a script as to who gets the microphone, and then you got to play defense on the rest of it. Mm-hmm. The, this person, this person, this person. I think it got away for a little bit. They got it back. They ran it back in. But Mahomes was running that stage. Right, exactly. He was. And, th- and that's the way he runs everything. It, it really, Patrick Mahomes in that situation reminded me of my friend Britt, who you know, right? And we go on our baseball trip every year, and, and he takes over as kind of mother. Oh, hang on a second. You know? I got to come do something. I saw Britt the other day. He told me to do this. Uh, there. I forgot. I was supposed, to, sma- I was supposed to smack Bob in the back of the head. supposed to smack me in the back of the head. But he takes over as kind of as mother hen on these. On the, and we yeah. call him that. Like, here's Mother Hen coming to to rescue everybody. But every group of friends needs that person who steps it up and becomes the responsible one. I'll never be that friend. I'm just going to tell you that, right? That's not in my nature to be that guy. Britt has it in. Patrick Mahomes is Britt Haney. And so I think when you see the way that Patrick acted in that situation, think about your group of friends and you go, oh, yeah, we got that one guy who kind of takes care of everything and makes sure nobody makes an ass of themselves. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's the leader. That's the face of this organization. And we're kind of saying it in jest, but you saw in the parade and you saw in that ceremony and that celebration why Patrick Mahomes is the leader that he leads is because he just takes over. Like, some people can just take over and start doing that kind of stuff. Patrick Mahomes just does it so naturally. And if he wasn't on stage, who's catching Kelsey? And I don't. No I, pun intended. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. This is just me making making stuff up here. I'm also going to give an assist to to Brittany Mahomes. Okay, yeah. She 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 grabbed his arm before he started speaking and said a little something. And I tr- I choose to believe she said, you got to rein these guys in. <laughs> No, I think actually and what she said was, don't forget, somebody called you a normal quarterback. Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. there might have been that too. It might have been a little fire, but also, you gotta, you gotta lead this thing too. Yeah, <laughs> you go get him. You gotta, you gotta take over here, Patrick, because we got some issues here. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. a lot of 1942 being passed around. Cause, yeah, because uh, Travis is threatening to read something off his phone, and I don't think we need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, uh, Travis has his phone out. Somebody needs to intervene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been practicing yeah. over here, and he's got his phone out, and he's uh, he's singing lyric. We don't we don't need that. Now, w- would have been cool if he FaceTimed Taylor and put it on the microphone, right? And she said something to the crowd. Yeah, How cool yeah. would that have been? Uh, he, that couldn't have been. he couldn't have figured out his nah, phone enough at that point true, in time yeah. to... To, to do that. Looked like he needed readers at that point in time, too. I was <laughs> like holding it? it out as far as Dude, he possibly could. I, I feel his pain. <laughs> I feel his pain. I got friends in. It only would have been better if he, places. had he bumped the flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah then that would have been so old, man. Yeah. Like, oh, Travis is done. He's bumped the flashlight. 
<laughs> Time to take yeah. Travis home. He's yeah. acting like a grandpa. Yeah, you don't bump the you don't bump the flashlight. That's when you're uh, done. <laughs> really, really, really good stuff. Someone's all on my roots. <laughs> From the nine one three. So Deshaun Watson treated Dorsey the same way you guys treat Spectre, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but we we have rank over Spectre, yeah. even though he's our boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in booze and booze? ruined the Niners affair. No fire. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne, Pat. Pat took that glass of champagne. Had he stayed with it, he might have stayed with it, but he he lost lost his head. And I toasted you. Honey, we do what I never. What? (laughs) At the ending, what? Yeah. It's almost like Carl Lewis doing the national anthem. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? What? <laughs> yeah. My mother texted me in the middle of that. She goes, get the hook. <laughs> Please get the hook. Yeah. Blame it all on my roots. Mm-hmm. I showed up in booze. booze? You showed up in booze, for sure. Yeah. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last one they thought they see there. Okay, get the hook, get the hook. And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. And we yeah. took that glass <laughs> of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. When I took, and I toasted you. Honey, we do what I never. What? 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 <laughs> what? What? Huh? Struggling. I think they're like, you're done. <laughs> what? Is this thing on? Yeah. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. That's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Trav. <sighs> huh? What? Had he not? What? Had he not deviated off of his script, his his lyrics? Yeah. And did the Patrick thing? I think he might have held it together. I don't know. Maybe. Do you think all of his like ad libs in there about Patrick stealing their champagne and stuff? Do you think that was written in? Do you no. Think he had no. I think no, that's no, what no, that's no, where no, he no. lost. That's where he lost it. Yeah. That's where he lost his his attempt to read his phone. He had a thing going. He yeah. thought he was going to make yeah. it funny, and then it went off the rails. Yeah. 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 What? What? Patrick. Uh-huh. Mm. All right, so we're we're trying to bring a little bit of levity today. We had a very serious show, obviously, yesterday. Want to head into the weekend with a little, right? Right. Yeah. Kind of regroup and everything. We'll keep you uh, apprised of, of any news that happens uh, today involving the parade and the investigation into the, uh, the shooting, which they're now saying was a result of an altercation. Um, three people were detained, an adult and two juveniles. Mm-hmm. I don't think any charges have been filed yet. Um, I think that's the next step people are waiting for in names or whatever. Right. Names and, and a little more as to what 
what went down. Um, so if that makes itself available during the show today, we will keep you apprised of of uh, what's going on. But wanted to hopefully get a little of the lighter side uh, going today as well. Um, but certainly the events of what happened have, well, we discussed yesterday, right? The the safety of parades, safety of really any big gathering, any event, right? Yeah. Any big gathering that is not inside a controlled environment. Right. A stadium, mm-hmm. uh, an arena where you can take maybe those extra precautions you just can't take on the streets. Right. 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 Or do we, would we ever want that to be taken to the streets? Mm-hmm. The answer is usually no. Right. Right. Um, the mayor yesterday said the future parades that they intend to, to push on. Mm-hmm. We have a St. Patrick's Day parade coming up in a right. month. We have a lot of parades in Kansas. That you, City, right? you, you be as you be as safe as you can. And sometimes stuff happens like people getting in some kind of altercation. Right. right. Um, but it does bring into question that location near the proposed new stadium. Mm-hmm. And do you and I know I'm, I know that I was getting that question yesterday. Well, what does this mean for the downtown ballpark? Right. And I don't know about you, but my answer was. I don't think it was the location. Right. <laughs> I, I, I think if we had that parade anywhere in town and there was going to be an altercation and someone brought a weapon. That can happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just because it was there at Grand and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, I saw a tweet from our friend John Stoner, one of the original cat suit guys with Paul Long, and his tweet was very like boom to me. And he said, this is not a downtown problem. Right. And and that's I agree with that. It's not a downtown problem, but the low hanging fruit says it is a downtown problem. And so people will make that leap. I don't believe it's a downtown problem either. I believe it's a it's just a problem that that happened. Right. I don't think it's a downtown issue at all. There are bad people everywhere, no matter what part of the city or what part of the country or wherever you live. There's bad people everywhere. I also think a downtown ballpark, though, Josh, can help with some of that and clean up areas, you know, that are that are left that that aren't getting enough love and getting enough credit, you know, and, and getting enough opportunity to grow. And, and we've seen ballparks change downtown areas in many cities in this country, San Diego for one. Uh, obviously, we talk about Denver all the time and the way that they took that area of downtown Denver that was nothing and created the Lodo area that they have there right now. And that has been a miraculous turnaround. And I think you got to look at places like Minneapolis and what the ballpark has done up there. There's breweries and things that have, that have sprouted up all around, you know, that ballpark in Minneapolis and, and Detroit has put that downtown ballpark in and that area around tiger stadium is, you know, really taken off and done nice things up there. And what it did for Cleveland, Ohio, when the Indians built Jacobs field and how that regenerated that area of downtown, Downtown. And so I think you have to look at it from a positive standpoint and say, what can the ballpark and the new ballpark village bring to downtown Kansas City that we don't already have? And that's taking an area of town, giving it new life, giving it rebirth, giving it, you know, an opportunity to grow and to be better. And I think downtown ballparks and downtown development help with all of that kind of stuff. And the proof is in the pudding when you start to look at some of these other cities around the country that have built these downtown ballparks and how it's drastically changed the area in which they are in and how it's helped those areas grow and become better. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I feel like if you think that area was a concern before I'll say, I think the ballpark will help. That. I, yeah. I think it and will. I, yeah. and, and I, I don't believe that the location of the parade 
was as much of a factor as a large group of people. Right. And someone who chose to bring a weapon. Mm-hmm. That's exactly happened. right. Could have happened anywhere. Could have could have put the parade at, at uh, the, the complex, sports complex. Could have put the parade in uh, wherever. Mm-hmm. Down 35. Right. I mean, Who knows Large where. gatherings of people, mm-hmm. wherever that would be, I don't think it was the location. Right. I, I don't either. I, I just think it just happened to be an unfortunate, horrible incident that took place from a couple of bad people. And like I said, Josh, bad people are everywhere. So, But I know there's going to be concern, and I know that's probably now something – that the Royals have to consider with this downtown ballpark. We're, we're about six weeks away from that vote, right? April 2nd is is the vote. We're middle of February right now. The Royals really need to get out there and, and campaign and let people know that it is going to be a safe option for families. I mean, we, we started the week on, on Monday with the Super Bowl win. Tuesday turned into where we are going to park. Wednesday, the parade happened. Thursday, we had the aftermath of the parade, and now we're you know kind of talking about the ballpark and you know if that's going to be something that's going to concern people. I think this is where John Sherman really has to step up to the plate to steal a baseball term and let people know and assure people with with research and numbers and and everything like that that it is going to be safe for families because the last thing that you want is for families to not feel safe and to not go to the ballpark based on what happened at the parade on Wednesday afternoon. And I think it's now up to the Royals to prove to Kansas City that, hey, this was a one-off downtown. This is not going to happen when we have a baseball stadium here and reassure people that they are going to be safe. And quite honestly, it's not like Kauffman Stadium. I mean, we've seen incidents take place out there, both on the Royals and Chiefs side of, of the stadium, Josh. Things can happen anywhere, especially when you have large groups of people gathering. And so you can't just say, well, we can't go downtown. Eh, incidents have happened at the sports complex before so we've got to just do a better job of making sure that everybody is safe and aware of their surroundings and to let everybody know that once you get into that ballpark you're going to have metal detectors and all that kind of stuff and it is going to be a safe environment for your family because the last thing you want are families to say i don't feel safe and that's up to the royals now to go out there and convince and to to fix that narrative that's going on right now i mean It wasn't just here. It is. What do you? Th- I mean, they're they're asking for feedback, right? Yeah. So you want to give them feedback? Give them feedback. Give it. Give it to them. Let them know. So yeah. you can go to their their website and the um, all the links to the to the stadium and what have you. They're still soliciting feedback, and I think uh, up until the thing is built, address every concern. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And you have to take all these concerns seriously because these are your customers. These are your fans that want to know: Is this going to be safe for me to bring my kids to? No, it's a it's a valid valid question. Yeah. And I think it it did get kind of pushed to light. The other day, yep. unfortunately, unfortunately, so yeah. I think, I think uh, you you do have to address every, even if you don't think it's an issue, you do have to address every issue for them. I think specifically the Royals, like, right? It's this thing's not automatic mm-hmm. by any means, no, for their for the election coming up. Right. So I think there's been enough pushback that would would show you address each and every concern and then see if you can get this thing passed. Right, exactly. Uh, ESPN had a key move for every team. We'll see if we agree next. You get the request machine today, so if you pick the music 
on this a Friday. Normally do this on Wednesdays, but why not? Extra day today. Yeah. 913-586-7610 on the Jay's Southland Toe Service text line. You pick the music. And uh, please include your name so you may be given a little high five today. Yeah, we're hoping to just sort of lift the spirits here. Um, and, and the text line has shown a lot of love for Taylor Swift. Uh, apparently following a, a $100,000, what appears to be a $100,000 donation uh, yeah. to the GoFundMe mm-hmm. for, for uh, the victim's victim family's of yeah. Wednesday's yeah. Yeah. shooting. If you're looking Lopez for the... For the uh, GoFundMe, it's on my Twitter page, uh, at Bob Fesco on X. And I did one this morning with the screenshot of the two $50,000 donations that Taylor Swift has made. And she sent a little message to the family as well. Sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love, Taylor Swift. And there's two separate $50,000 donations to which... um, one of the uh, one of the folks uh, did some research on it. Who is the uh, the one of the executive producers for Robert Irvine on Food Network? And he says, looks like a limit on the top amount, one hundred thousand dollars, is impossible. So she did two fifty thousand dollar donations because she wanted to make sure to get that money there to the uh, the to the uh, to the family of, of of Lisa Lopez Galvan. And so she was able to make two fifty thousand dollar donations. They had a goal of seventy five thousand dollars for this fundraiser, and I think it's up to one hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars or something. The last time I looked at that. So if you'd like to contribute, I know people have been reaching out to me, you know, wanting to know what they could do to help. I think the best thing you could do is help out the folks over at the St. Agnes Parish as well in, in, in Western Shawnee, because from what I understand, Josh, this family was supposed to go over and help them set up for their auction that they're having this weekend after the parade on Wednesday. And so if, if you're looking for ways to help, you can donate to the, to the St. Agnes Church. You can donate to the GoFundMes and, you know, follow the uh, follow the footsteps of Taylor Swift. She put $100,000 into the GoFundMe because that's the kind of person she is. She's a wonderful, wonderful human being, and I love everything about her. I love her music. I love her relationship with Travis Kelsey. And I love the fact that I get a little emotional about it, that she's adopted us as her own, man. Like, it's it's really spectacular to see this relationship come to life with Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. And, and Taylor, love you, man. Absolutely, absolutely love you. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for contributing to this. All right. So the uh, ESPN wrote a little piece about kind of one move every team has ahead or what 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 is ahead for each team. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a... It's a valid question. Can the Chiefs keep their defense together? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's like the that's like the biggest question. Mm-hmm. We love the fact they had a pretty much a number one ranked defense this season, right? Right. <laughs> It'd be great if they could keep that together, right? Right. So, what are the scenarios in which that might might come to play? Well, yeah, but there, I, I came up with three different scenarios, and I, I, I and there could be four. So you can as many scenarios as you want, but I came up with three scenarios, and I, and I kind of want to do like a thumbs up, thumbs down to this scenario, okay? And and we'll kind of go through these, and then we'll each kind of pick our favorite uh, scenario. So the first scenario that I I have right now, scenario number one. Here are the free agents we're talking about. Dana, Gay, Tranquil, Sneed, and Jones. That's five guys right there. That's a lot of players off of defense, right? So what if the Chiefs bring back Sneed and Jones and let Dana, Gay, and Tranquil walk? Would that be a win? Would you think that would be a win, just Sneed and Jones coming back and the other three walk? Is that uh, a win? I'd be fine with that. You'd be fine with that, yeah, right? I yeah, I, I, think, I think that's a big win, right? Scenario number two, Chiefs let Jones walk but bring back Sneed, Dana, and one of either gay or tranquil. Would that be a win for the Chiefs as an organization? Very realistic. Right. I think I still prefer the first one. The first one. Yeah. And then the third scenario is 
the Chiefs bring back Jones and let everyone else walk, would that be a no, win? No, that's I don't think me. that would be a win either. I, I, every one of my scenarios would have Snead. Okay. And I'm and I'm with you. And that's why for me, and I came up with these scenarios. And then, uh, then I hope there's a Jones with it. But Snead's got to be a part of any any piece. Right. Snead gets whatever he wants. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Snead, Snead, Snead. What's it going to take to get... Uh, get you in a sneed. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where I'm How at can right. I get you into a new sneed today, yeah. right? So I've always thought, and, and we've kind of been consistent with this all year, based on age and position, Sneed is really more valuable than Chris Jones is, right? Just because Chris Jones is 30 defensive line, Sneed is 26. He plays defensive back in a passing league. He gave up one touchdown this year, right? One touchdown this year. I think it's second one in the Super Bowl, but no, who cares? Yeah, who cares at this uh, point in time, right? <laughs> they won it. Right, they won. Uh, I think uh, also this is second contract versus versus. Third, and that's where the age factors yeah. into me. And that's why, for me, the second scenario is my favorite of them all. You let Jones walk, but you bring back Sneed, Dana, and one of Gay or Tranquil, you know, one of whichever one you determine that you want to bring back. I think that's a logical one. I think that's a, a likely one. But I also think the first one is likely, too. Chris Jones and Sneed coming back, and Dana Gay and Tranquil also having to go find work elsewhere. But yeah. some combination of Jones and Sneed would be wonderful, but if, if, if it's up to me, and I can only sign one of Chris Jones or Legereus Sneed, I have to side with Legereus Sneed on this. Yeah, that's right, that's right, man. I want them both. Right. And I think they, I think both can be attainable. I know the Chiefs have said it's going to take something. And, yeah, I think it's going to take uh, Chris Jones' uh, willingness to be here. Right. Not at any and all costs, but at a lesser cost. Right. You're going to have to – you want to be part – again, you said you wanted to be here. Yeah. Um. What, we, what, we, we got it on tape, what, right? I mean, like, I mean, okay, we, Chris we Jones ain't going nowhere. Right. Um, yeah, I get it. So you're going to have to go ahead and, and I think kind of show that a little bit, you know? Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who want Chris Jones go, I ain't going nowhere, baby. You talking to his agent? Yeah. For those who want Chris Jones gone, you mean your agents, yeah. Chris? So uh, scenario number one is the one for me. I, yeah. I, I like Willie Gay a lot. I drew tranquil what can be said about Ugh. what he did this year. Awesome. Uh, I like Dana, but I feel like they're good at they're good at finding Dana's. I know, but I like him a lot. They're Josh. really good. This 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 franchise is good at a lot of things. I think they're really good at finding role players. Mm-hmm. Talented role players. Tranquil included. Yeah. Dana included. They're they're really good at doing that. I'm like, okay, you're you're just kind of taxed tasked with doing that again if these guys have a Super Bowl premium put on them right. yeah and dana unfortunately i think I, I think it was over the cap i was looking at said he was worth almost 10 million dollars this year oh, yeah. you saw that I, high see i, I, I saw eight well yeah. it was eight and they said that that if they you know if you found the right team they may go, may go three at 10 per yeah i'm not in, i'm not in that i'm finding so the, either i'm finding the next guy yeah if dan is going to be that much yeah i don't know like, I you, know like good for him like he goes and finds a team and, and great and does for Absolutely. him Absolutely, it's the andrew wiley contract of and, last offseason great job but thanks for your help i didn't really care for him yeah. <laughs> you wanted an upgrade there too yeah this would not be an upgrade He's like uh, dan you, is more valuable than andrew wiley of course but yeah. it was uh and colin saunders also you've been great we can't match that uh, Willie, I think, luck to you, I think Willie Gay is going to be in that category, too. I think yes. so, too, especially after wearing a bear head and no shirt. Some Somebody's going to say, oh, you know what? You know who starts and plays three downs for us, a linebacker? Oh, man, that Willie Gay. Yeah. And here you're like, you kind of do. Maybe sometimes Maybe, yeah. some drives. We got another linebacker. Mm-hmm. Leo Chanel came on at the end of the year, and too. And that's the other like, guy. Yeah, that's another guy that, you know, it's in your pipeline. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they I feel like they got they made the, the Chanel move. 
as one of those futuristic next. Absolutely. And he was the highest-rated player in the Super Bowl. He seems like he's he's delivered. Speaking of Legeria Sneed, he was uh, with with Kay Adams on the uh, on her show on on FanDuel, and you know he's he's ready. And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me, <laughs> pay me, pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. Yeah, give that man his money. Pretty simple. At least he <laughs> pay me. And he, I, hey, I, Brett, you hear that? He wants to be paid. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he said I want to be the highest paid or I want to be whatever paid. Like, no, pay me. he did not. You said pay me. Pay me. All right. You didn't set a number. It's true. I think you give him his number. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I th- I think he's your most he's important. Your free se- agent. He's in his second contract. He's proven it. Yeah. Pay him. Pay him. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I think. And then Chris Jones, you got some work to do. You want to be here or not? What do you think the market's going to be for Sneed, though, Josh? He's going to be one of the highly coveted free agents out there, yeah. right? And, yeah. and what if he's the guy that ends up pricing himself out of Kansas City? You know, what if what if other teams look around and they look at Chris Jones and they go, e- you're playing nice, but you're 30, bro. We're not giving you that money. Like there, there's a good chance Chris Jones hits the free agent market. And a lot of teams aren't picking up the phone and calling Chris Jones because of that magical number of three in front of his age, right? And and you know where I stand on that. I'm good with another two years for Chris Jones. I would not, or or you give him two years and then fake years three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, sure. right? And you also have to tell Chris Jones, as you brought up, hey, Kelsey and Mahomes have all taken less money. Rumor is Mahomes is going to take a, a restructure to help get these guys signed to bring them back for a three-peat, like. If Kelsey and Mahomes can go out there and do what's in the best interest of the team, Chris, are you willing to go out there and do what's in the best interest of the team? Because if you are, then we can keep you here. We can sign you to a contract. But if you're not willing to budge and it is strictly about numbers, then this may not be the place where you end up. There's a scenario where they lose Jones and Snead, but I don't think that's going to happen, but that's a scenario. They're both free agents, right? And so you have to make sure you at least get one of those guys back. And if you get both of those guys back, then Brett Veach has really knocked it out of the ballpark. But if it becomes between Chris Jones and signing a wide receiver this offseason, maybe some folks would consider using that money for a wide receiver instead of an aging defensive lineman too. Yeah. And I think also if you... Well, I mean, if 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 Legereus need costs more, well, it's because you couldn't get it done before. Right now, you make sure you get it done. Right, that's all. Right, whatever whatever he wants. It's a, if it's a top end, it's a, it's a top end, and then but you're dealing with him first. Last year, you dealt with Chris Jones first, and it didn't go well. Right, yeah, and then you, there might have been wiggle room to to work with Snead after you got you didn't get Jones done this year. Luxurious, we're talking first. Yeah. We're going to set the parameters, then we're going to go to Chris. And the dirty little secret also is that you have got Trent McDuffie, that this organization, I don't want to use the term in love with, Josh, infatuated with Trent McDuffie. They love everything but about not, him. But not the, well, we can get by because we have McDuffie. Right. But no, 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 no. They're not in that camp at all. They're not no. in that camp at all. It's we want them both. Right. This, oof, you like, can... They'd love you could to, lock down some stuff for a long time yeah, with these two. So. They want both of those yeah, guys yeah. here. But you know, they, there, there are some situations where you just like, we can let this guy walk because we got this guy coming through the pipeline. Correct. Uh, the, I've heard nothing that they believe that that's the case. Right. Not that not diminishing anybody's skills. Like, no, we want them both together. Yeah. Right. Right. No. No. no it's, you know it, I mean? it's not one or the other. And and I can 
tell you from enough people that I've talked to, like there is a push to get Trent McDuffie as active in the Kansas City community as possible. So he falls in love with Kansas City, does a lot of good things here, never wants to leave, right? And he's only in his second year. And that's, they value Trent McDuffie so highly in the Chiefs organization right now, probably ruining their bargaining power. <laughs> they shouldn't tell me like him as much as right, they do. Yes. Uh, the silly season has arrived. We'll get to that next. Picking the music today, even on a Friday at 913-586-7610. Include your name so that you may be given the credit. Yeah, Tim up in Liberty is always uh, wanting some rush, so a little limelight for this Friday morning. I don't think touring. I was just looking at eh, Rush, I don't know. Yeah. He passed away a few years ago, right? Well, it doesn't mean bands stop touring. Anybody uh, loses a member, they just... I mean, who replaces Rush they in just, Rush? They just move on. Yeah. That's All the ditto heads. That's a different rush. Oh. Different rush. But they just replace a member and move on. Especially if they got a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah you got a kid, yeah, just yeah, plug them in. Absolutely, roll. yeah. You know, that's usually the way. Oh, yeah. Um, Variety is reporting this morning that it, it was Taylor's donation. Her representatives have confirmed to Variety that she did make that $100,000 cool. donation to the GoFundMe this awesome. morning here in Kansas City. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Don't tell Tony Dungy, though. Where did he donate? What a distraction yeah, she's huh, provided. Just a horrible to a, distraction. To a GoFundMe cause. Yeah. Tony Dungy's a loser. So uh, the silly season's upon us now. <sighs> it didn't take long. Former Chargers standout, Sean Merriman. He they called him lights out, yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so. He's confident that the uh, that Los Angeles can take the division crown away from the Chiefs next season. I'm not speaking because I'm biased. There's a new coach in town in Jim Harbaugh, new sheriff in town. His name is Reggie Hammond. There's a new coach in town in Jim Harbaugh in that division and really believe it's the Chargers division to lose coming into this year. Not because of Jim Harbaugh, but because of what he's capable of doing with them. It's the Chargers division to lose. Correct. Correct. Didn't they gave up 63 to Nathan Peterman last year? Like, you're not revamping the entire roster. Now, does a coach make a difference? Yes, because Andy Reid came in and took a 2-14 and 14 team and turned it to 11-5. and five. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Is Harbaugh Andy Reid? Not yet. Could he do it? Better chance than Staley. But to sit there and say that the AFC West is the Chargers' division to lose when the Chiefs literally just won their second consecutive Super Bowl <laughs> is one of the dumber things that somebody has it. ever said. But, I mean, we didn't even make it a week, fellas, till we got to the dopes. Yeah. I mean, I'm really feeling it this year. This is going to be our year. What, your team hasn't even like, year. assembled yet. They're picking fifth in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Chiefs were picking first and did go from 2-14 and 14 to 11-5, and five, but they went out and got a real quarterback. They went out and got a real head coach. They made important changes, and they had some really good talent on the team. It does sound a lot like the Chargers, right? Like, 
But I, I don't know, man. Call me a hater or whatever. I, I'm not in on Justin A. Bear yet. Like, Bobby, his father was better. H-E-B-E-R-T. Yeah, he didn't even need the R. No. A bear, H-E-B-E-R-T, or mm. something like that, right? L-V-I-V-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I. So, uh, so Sean Merriman, former Charger, going with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's their division to lose. Did you hear that, Chiefs? There you go. Right. I don't understand that. I Look, I get it. You're a Charger honk, but I know planet. Can you sit there three days, four days after a team just won the Super Bowl in your division and say, this is the Chargers division to lose? Feel free to say, I think they'll be more competitive. Say it all yeah, you want. Yeah, they're going to be better. It is not yeah, their division to lose. not their division it's to lose. Coming through here until further notice. Right. We um, own the top spot. Bro. Cliff Kingsbury is the new uh, OC in Washington, and uh, he was asked about uh, quarterbacks. They mm-hmm. obviously have a quarterback question going on in Washington, right? Do they and, have a quarterback there? And uh, he wants ours. So I guess that's flattering, but right. but no. When you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. <laughs> Which is a great answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Chiefs quarterback. Then he, then he goes on. That'd help. Uh, no, um, I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays with your feet, move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. And, and then the intangibles, you know, you want that player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys each and every day when, when he shows up in the building. You want him to lift the building up, and um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. And he stopped himself before he said, unlike Kyler Murray was right, when in my right, building. Yeah. He was not the hardest worker in my building. Um, Didn't lift anybody up, brought everybody <laughs> down, and played video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can Once, you just play the beginning and, of that again? And scrubbed, and scrubbed his Instagram at yeah, one point right, in time. Yeah. yeah, no, I want somebody that's, you I, know. I want somebody who's an yeah, adult. Yeah. When you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. That helped. No. Um, <laughs> it's a great answer. The Chiefs quarterback. The chi- like, he didn't even miss a beat, nope. right? No, nope. he had that one ready. He did not miss a beat. Went with the Chiefs quarterback. Now, obviously, that was his college coach, so there's, you know, that, there is th- that. that tie yeah. in there. But what he said right there is the real answer. The rest of it was eyewash, hogwash, nonsense. Oh, I want this. I want that. No, you you want Patrick Mahomes, and you want the ability to work with the best. And there's nothing well, wrong he had with to him go, saying well, that. Well, he had to go on and say the rest of it because there's not another guy like that. No, there's not. But and he that's has to go with yeah. similar traits right? that can run a little bit and then be a leader. Be a leader. Right. And you you said it to me earlier. He like he really they wanted him to say Caleb Williams, right? They wanted him to go so. out there, and because he was with USC right, last year, right. the word on the street, the hot rumors are that Washington's yeah. going to trade you, with the you, Bears you to take that Caleb whole, Williams. You had right? that whole question expecting the answer, Caleb Williams, and he gave you oh, the Chiefs quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you got Kelsey. What? 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 Yeah, Kelsey's like, why are you getting our quarterback? Yeah. Are we going to Washington, Pat? Are we going to D.C.? <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. No, not today. You're not. Not today. Not, not, no, go back not, to not just yet. In the 1942. So no Bally's actually a good thing? 
You think I'm nuts, don't you? We'll discuss next. Talk about a song that stood the test of time. Like I was going to say something still, similar, yeah. Like, you still, it just works, you know? It and every, does, Anytime yeah. you ever win something at any level, it's like, no, it still works. It, it still, still works. It still goes. Yeah, it just, it just, you know. It's it's not even um, their best song, you know? No, no. Like, Ice Ice close. Baby is so much better <laughs> than We Are the Champions. Uh, you request the music at 9, you, not Bob, request the music at 913-586-7610 on the J Southland Toast Service text line. Please include your name. Nathan Williams producing today would like to say it on the air. Yeah, shout out to Fred who who did request the Timeless Classic yeah. uh, from Queen. Like, there, there one song where works. they say, I see a little silhouette of Baba Ganoush. I like that song. I see a little silhouette of Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush, which I don't even really like eggplant. And will you do the Fandango? Fandango. I mean, will you? I don't know. Very, That's very salty, very, very lightly. Be Galileo. Calamata. Calameo. Canameo. On my hot dog. Bally's saved baseball. Please explain. <laughs> okay. You got to bear with me on this one a little bit. Bob's got his bolted board up with his uh, push pins and strings. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I saw an article on ESPN the other day and the headline was about ESPN. Thank you. Who did that? Sal Palantonio? No, uh, oh, no. Jeremy Roenick. I don't know. Um, Shap. Shap. That's who it was. Yeah. Dick Shap used to eat at Don's Steakhouse in Lawrence, I'm Kansas. Sorry, I've, I've, yeah, I'm sorry. I've totally dovetail yeah, now. Sorry. So I'm reading an article on ESPN. It was it was the headline was about Chris Young and the Texas Rangers, and the quote was, "We are not going to rest on our laurels, right?" And I, I for whatever reason, we've talked about it over the years. What, what are laurels? I've never rested on. Like, them. have you ever rested on I'm a never, laurel? What, what the hell no, is a laurel, no and where laurel. do you rest on it? And why not a Hardy, right? Like, why is it always going to be on Laurel, right, or Yanni? <laughs> So, I rested on my Yanni for four. Of course, yes. yes. <laughs> kind of. Okay, now you've lost me. Kind of. It kind of hurts, and you're like, oh, you woke up. I'm like, I was on my Yanni. Um, sorry, go ahead. I, I I meant to keep this straight straightforward. Um, and, and so it's one of those um, days where I have to be the Mahomes here. Yeah, you have to be Mahomes. I a yeah, bit, I right? clearly am seeing yeah. that, and I'm not. I'm not taking up the full responsibility. My bad. Go. What? Um. So. Um. So this article is like resting on his laurels. And I just start laughing. I'm like, did he really say this or is just the headline? And so I start reading the article and he didn't say anything about resting on laurels. It was just the way they put the headline out there. And so he did say something that I I, I would imagine was kind of like a throwaway comment, but really struck home to me. He said they were talking about, are the Rangers going to be able to spend as much money and whatnot? And he goes, well, with this Bally's thing, you know, kind of going away, we've already started to cut back our spending towards the future because we just don't know where the TV money is going to be, right? And what the TV money is going to be. And I saw that comment and I'm like, I think there's 11 or 12 teams or whatever it is that that are on the Bally's, you know, um, uh, train, if you will. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's that's a good chunk of Major League Baseball that probably doesn't understand where their money and TV dollars are going to come from here in the future. 
And the other thing that we've heard all along is that Major League Baseball could potentially take all this in-house, turn around, and then sell it to you as the consumer, right, and, mm-hmm. and handle all of the broadcasting for that. And I thought, you know what? That's actually a good thing. If Major League Baseball starts to get control and to gain control of the local rights and then sells it as one package and starts dividing the number up between all the teams – Aren't we getting closer to what we have in the NFL then, Josh, where everybody is getting a fair share of that TV money? And if it took Bally's going bankrupt and going away for Major League Baseball to be able to take the product in-house and then go out there and farm out the product themselves and do it all themselves and then split the money evenly, that's really good for Major League Baseball. No longer can the Texas Rangers go out there and say, we want $250 million per year for our TV deal while the Royals are getting $50 million per year. I think what this Bally's thing is going to do, it's going to allow Major League Baseball at some point when all of the other Yes Networks and Root Sports and all of these other places start to have their rights come up, Major League Baseball may now get involved and say, we're taking those in-house and we're going to pool everybody together and then divide by 30. And if you do that, then baseball is in such a better spot than it is right now from a competitive dollar standpoint when it comes to those TV deals. Now, the Yankees and Dodgers may say, screw you, we're not doing that. But in the best interest of the game, as these contracts start to expire, Major League Baseball starts to bring them in-house, make them a Major League Baseball production, sell it as one entity, and then you can go out there and split that money 30 ways. I think that's a pretty good way of doing it. I think that'd be nice. I think that'd be better. Um, can you get everybody on board, or do you have to mandate they're on board? You know. What well, I, mean? I like, think you're gonna you're gonna eventually have to put on some big boy pants and say, hey, when your TV deal expires, we have the rights now. No longer are we allowing you, the Yankees, to go out there and sell your rights because we need to find a way to make baseball competitive across the board from a TV deal package. Now, I don't buy into everything that David Glass was peddling when he ran this team that you can't win in a small market. Yes, you can because the Royals did prove that you can win in a small market, that you can't spend in a small market. Yes, you can. John Sherman has proven that you can. I think it was a want to more than anything with David Glass, more than a can do. As John Sherman is proving, he spent $400 million on contracts this offseason alone and signed Bobby Witt to a long-term deal. But to have uniform TV contracts across the board where everybody's getting an equal share of the pie makes it so much easier for the Royals to retain their guy. And knowing that if Bobby Witt did hit free agency, a stupid TV deal that the Dodgers have isn't going to be the reason why he leaves Kansas City. And so I think it's just best for Major League Baseball. Look at look at what it's done for football and how competitive balance in football is. People are talking next year, Josh, of a potential Super Bowl featuring the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers, right? Two of the smallest markets in the sport. And you got the smallest in Green Bay, clearly, and and one of the top five smallest in Kansas City. To have a Super Bowl like that, you'd never see a World Series where it was the Royals and, you know, a team from Green Bay. It just doesn't happen that way, right? So I think from Major League Baseball standpoint, this Bally's thing going away is the beginning of an opportunity to see the light, to start taking these TV contracts in-house, dealing with it themselves, selling it themselves, farming it out themselves, getting the streaming all set up themselves, making it a Major League Baseball product, and then splitting the proceeds of that 30 ways for everybody. That'd be great. That'd be great. That's the ideal. Yeah. 
Because who's going to step in and backfill where Bally's is on an individual basis? I don't think we're going to see that mm-hmm. anymore. I just don't. Mm-hmm. The, the way of sports right now is via streaming, right? There were people complaining last night about Caitlin Clark being on Peacock. Oh my. Hey, if you're a sports fan and you're not in the streaming game, you're going to be left behind. And if Amazon wants to come in and write a big and, and check. Peacock, and Peacock's in with the Big Ten now. They do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. You know, I mean, it, was, yeah. it wasn't a one-off or whatever. So, like, you have to pick and choose already kind of regionally <laughs> right if you're a big 10 fan you probably have enough games on peacock that right. you want to subscribe to peacock that's kind of the way of you have to decide whether you're going to do it or not right you know? and so if amazon comes in and wants to buy all of the major league baseball packages and say hey if you want major league baseball now every game's on amazon and we're going to write one big check and then that's going to get divided 30 ways that's the way you have to do it. If I'm Major League Baseball, which, I'm telling your teams, you have got to let your TV contracts expire. We're no longer honoring these which things. Which is what um, MLS did with Apple, right? Yeah. They kind of took, they, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it did stink here in Kansas City. Um, that was on, you know, regular antenna TV. But the league came in and said, we, we're doing this one contract. It's all on Apple now. Right. And it's the only way to truly grow the game. It's the only way to get... Equal distribution of TV made, money across the board money. probably made them all more money. You're absolutely right about that. And if you can spend whatever the Apple fee is, $99 to get the year of MLS, if they start doing something like that with Major League Baseball where you spend $99 and you get every game for the year, that's great for the consumer, I think. And then it really does give you the opportunity to cut cable because even with this new Hulu Sports that's coming out, which is that merger of Fox and all these other places that the Justice Department is now going, wait, and hang ESPN. on a second here, yeah. and ESPN, right? That may not take off, but even if it does, that still doesn't give me what I want. I want baseball and I want football, and I want a way to consume that streaming-wise so I don't have to worry about having cable in my household anymore. Mm. And I think this could be the first step in, in doing that, and I hope Major League Baseball is kind of thinking the same way, like, okay, Bally's is going away after this year, most likely. We're bringing all these in-house, and we're issuing an edict. When your TV contract expires, you're done. We're bringing it in-house, and we're selling it as one entire package to either Apple or Amazon or Hulu or Peacock or whoever the case may be, highest bidder, obviously, and we'll do it ourselves. Or because baseball basically invented this, this streaming that we're watching right now, we're going to make it a Major League Baseball product, and you just, you just subscribe to MLB TV, and everywhere in the country, you can get all your games, and it goes right through MLB. MLB TV is great. It is it's just it blacks out the local markets. Yeah. I mean, it, the the product's fine, phenomenal. Yeah, they've they've it's a proven, tested product. It's yeah. really really good. Watch a number of other games on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd buy that job. if I'd I'd buy that package. Like, right. Give me the package. Buy the whole thing. Uh just a just a just a random spin off of that. Six Ten Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF HD Two Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Uh, because it's been drugged through this, why didn't Bally's bail? Bally's is just the name. That's, yeah, right, right, right. They're a, like they're a they're the paid the paid name. Right. Yeah, why didn't they bail on it like yeah. the casino you mean? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. Cuz it's it's been nothing and like they get blamed like Bally's gets blamed. Well, it's not even Bally's. Like they're they're the title sponsor. Yeah. It's a completely different other company is it that's, Sinclair, that's running them. Right? It's like yeah, Sinclair and then they merged and made a Diamond Sports whatever. Yeah. That's 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 the problem. Yeah, I don't know how why Bally's gonna go. Well, we don't want our name associated with this, right? Like, why, why, why is everybody mad at us? I feel like I, I know they signed a ten year deal, but I'd have gotten out of that one. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, it was t- like a ten year deal. Years into that yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. If you're Bally's, you're bouncing. It's yeah, like naming rights for a stadium. Essentially, is what this is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Because they get they're getting the bad. I would think they're getting all of the bad pub. Do they even have a gambling app? 
I believe so. They do. Just not, just not, not here. Just not here. Okay. Yeah. I believe I believe so in different markets. I think they do. But yeah, I think I think Major League Baseball has got to be thinking of that, right? They've got to be thinking, okay, hey, here's what we can do now. As these deals start to fall apart and expire, we're bringing it all in. And if they if you have to pay, let's just say ninety nine dollars, one twenty nine, whatever the price tag is, right? And if you have to pay that to watch your Royals, think of it in a different way. You're not getting the Royals for free right now, anyway. You're paying your cable bill. You don't have if, to pay the cable even bill, right? There. Even if it's available, right? You're you're the, the baseball right now is not a free sport. The only sport that is out there for free is the NFL. We just got used to paying one fee every month and getting our games, you know, via cable. All that is going to change. I would love for Major League Baseball just to be a standalone, and I buy it at the beginning of every season, which, which you know, with T-Mobile, you get it free. You get your MLB TV free if you're a T-Mobile customer. But I buy the radio package every year. I love listening to the other broadcasts all over the country. It's fun. Of course, I'm a dork, but. <laughs> and then the other question, any more about Amazon? I don't know. That's the other thing, too. Like, gonna, Okay, so I got some information. Are you going to, are you going to, are you going to publicize? Well, are you going to publicize? I know the games are on 610 Sports Radio. Right. Other than that, I can't, t- I have no idea. You, right. you might have some more information on that, but it's it's just not widely, like, answer the question. Like, the season's upon us. You're not going to, like, let people know how to, how this is going to go down. It's yeah, just weird I, that I, baseball's been so, like, I was told informational about this. I was told the belief again, the belief, right? This comes from people that in in organizations, right? It's going to be a cost on Amazon. It's not going to be free with Amazon. I figured it's going to be like, you know, when you buy max through Amazon or whatever the case may be, you pay for that as well. It's an add on. Yeah. Yeah, It's not going to be a free. It's not going to be like the NFL. That you that you buy Amazon and you get and the you NFL Thursday night football right. for free. If you want the baseball, it's going to you have to go get it from there. Great, yeah. let everybody know that. Like. Yeah. But again, this was a conversation I had last week with somebody, yeah. and they're like, I they don't know. Think yeah, nobody this knows is what it's going to. Nobody be. knows we're on the eve of the season. It's weird. I guess that's how this whole TV thing's gone down for. But this is multiple years now, right? That they still don't have a true plan. I know the games are right here. Listen to them right here on 610 right. Sports Radio. Each and every game sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. We love them. Right. And people say you can't get Bally's. You absolutely can. It's an app. You got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So you can get it. It's out there available to everyone now, but you have to pay for it. Yes. And we know we know how that goes. Right. All right. So speaking of, of baseball, Rob Manford announced his retirement yesterday. Did you hear this? I mean, not now at all, right. but like, you know. Five years out. Look, I'm 65. Okay, what? I just started a five-year term. That do that math, right? That makes me 70 years old. You can only have so much fun um, in one lifetime. Um, I have been open with them uh, uh, about the fact that this is going to be my last term. Um, you know, I said it before the to them before the election in July, and I'm absolutely committed to that. Um, I, I'm sure the selection process is going to look like it looked the last time. There'll be a committee of owners um, that'll be put together, um, and you know they'll identify candidates via you know interview process, and ultimately someone or a slate of people will be put forward. How about giving a five-year heads up? You know what I'm going to do in five years? I'm going to walk away. Where, where do you see yourself in five years? Not, Not here. here. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> it's just it's kind of funny, like. Did we did did we did we need to have that need that announcement yesterday or well no? he was asked the question yeah. and I feel it was a planted question yeah I did too I I, yeah. I definitely I, yeah, feel I, like it was I a planted that's question that's why I thought I was like uh, that's why I considered it an announcement like 
Okay. Here's your five-year okay. heads up. Like, dude, was it really going to take them that long to, yeah. to find the next? And why why did that need to happen? Are we supposed to have, like, a victory tour or something? I well, I mean, if you're a PR guy with a team, you might want a victory tour. Um, but anyway, I, I think if you are Major League Baseball owners right now, you'd like to know that, right? I guess. I don't I know. I mean, if you got to find your next guy. Is it going to take you five years? <laughs> have you seen baseball? I mean, Rob Manfred did pick up the pace of play in baseball. But not that much? But not that much, oh, okay, right? Gotcha. You know, and, and I like Rob Manfred a lot, other than the Astros thing, and he messed that up, and he admitted to messing that up, right? The way that baseball was last year was a joy to watch. It was fast. It was entertaining. I like the pitch clock. The bigger bases increased stealing. You know, I thought all his changes were fantastic. I loved everything that Rob Manfred did with the changing of the game in Major League Baseball. I think he, you you keep saying all the time, you know, if you're a sports fan, you got to go to where the games are and the sports leagues are saying, we're going to where the fans are and that's with streaming, right? Rob Manfred went to the new generation of fans. We got to move this along, man. We got to move this along. Regardless of what everybody says, a three and a half hour product is too much for anybody to consume at any time, at any place, anywhere. We got to move this sucker along. And he found a way to pick up the pace of play. And I, and I love the fact that Rob Manfred did all that. I think he's done some really good things from that standpoint from Major League Baseball. But this story came across yesterday and somebody floated an interesting name who could replace Rob Manfred. Who? Dayton Moore. Hmm. I could see it. Very well respected, very well around, respected around baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah, Owners yeah. love yeah, Dayton yeah, I know. Moore. I know. Dayton is considered one of the crown jewels of Major League Baseball. Obviously, it didn't end the best way here, you know, in Kansas City. But now he's with the, the Rangers organization. But that's a name to just kind of keep an eye on. People in Major League Baseball absolutely respect Dayton Moore. He's one of the most respected, thought-of guys in Major League Baseball. And if he became the commissioner of Major League Baseball... I think that would be a good thing for Major League your, Baseball. Your revenue share. He'd want people oh, push and, revenue and, yeah, sharing, he'd push for small market <laughs> revenue share. There's no doubt. We okay, got a story about yeah. this Kansas City thing, you know? Yeah. Like, So I think that's just a name to kind of watch and see. Maybe he's the guy that they look to replace Rob Manfred with. So I, I think it's good. But if somebody asked me to be commissioner, which they're not, but they should, the one thing I would put in was, would be relegation. I think that's the next step for Major League Baseball. If you're not going to put a winner on the field year after year, you got to go back down to the minors. You're done here. Yeah, no, I think he, I think he would be a, a good choice. Like level-headed, cares about the game, understands finances at different spots. Yeah, well, now he's with Texas, and then you know yeah, Atlanta, well, Atlanta, it, it, Texas. Yeah. He's got a, he's got yeah. he's got his thumb on that as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting name. I think if you went around Major League Baseball and talked to all of the owners out there, they would all probably say the same thing. Dayton is one of the most respected and thought of people in the game today and has been for a very, very long time. That's just the type of guy that he is. And so I wouldn't be shocked at all if Dayton Moore was the next commissioner of Major League Baseball. I'd, I'd Off the top of my head right now, I don't know who would be next. I don't know. I don't follow but this I don't, stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I know, I'm, I'm not saying it because I know the name. I'm just saying the, the, the person. Yeah, would make a lot of sense. Would Correct. be it would be a, a great if you want to kind of shepherd the game forward, right? And do all those things. He cares about he cares about that, the overall game. Yeah, uh, uh, about that. And I think would be a, a level headed commissioner for sure. Yeah, yeah. level headed is absolutely right about that. He wouldn't get up there and say this is a piece of metal or you know here's five million dollar fine, go about your day. Like like Dayton Moore really does. Did he care like the bigger bases? I don't know what Dayton likes. I don't know. Bases. I don't know who doesn't like it. Bigger's better, right? I guess. I don't know. Did you notice? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I didn't watch enough baseball last year to I, notice. Yeah, you did because the stolen bases were up and the, there was so much more running last year in the game than there has been in years past. But oh wait. 
so are, does that take away from anything from Bobby Witt? Because the bases were bigger. Oh, were so what you're saying, yeah, I see was what that you're it, saying was, there. You know, I don't want to take anything away from him or anybody right, else. Yeah. Are we, I'm surprised we didn't have that controversy. I'm sure we These records are did. tainted because the bases are bigger well, now. I mean, we've been complaining about the home run chase since the 60s when Roger Maris bro- broke it and they added games on. I mean, that was the first time. Remember, when Babe Ruth had the record, it was 154 games. Roger Maris did it in 162 games, so people wanted to have that record with an asterisk next to it as well. Mm. Times move on. Things change. Adjust. You hope. You hope. You hope they do. Uh, making free agent frenzy more fun. We'll get to that next. I like this little upbeat that we're trying to do today. Lighten up the mood. You're picking the music today. 913-586-7610. Please include your name so that you get the credit. We're trying to lighten the mood, and Amber in Overland Park said she's thinking about the bling Mahomes and Kelsey and crew has and wanted a little 24-karat magic. I like it. Very good. Uh, Nathan Williams producing today. I just got the uh, the company email. It says Nathan has a birthday tomorrow. So. Oh, tomorrow's your birthday. That's right. I saw it next to the lab. Happy birthday. It is. Thank you. How uh, old are you going to be? I'll be 27 tomorrow. Oh, well, I remember when I was 27. Dated a 21-year-old. Had the time of my life. Anyway. Um, so I don't remember you, being 27. Hey, right yeah. <laughs> Josh, you were 27 when Nathan was born. Pretty close, right? <laughs> not quite. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. Damn, it's getting close. You're not even yeah, doing yeah. the cling is old thing. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're telling. You're, you're telling I mean, it like it is that time. That, wow. that was real. That, wow. like, yeah. You were pretty close yeah. to 27 when Nathan yeah, was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was I for he that could matter. be my son. What year were you born? <laughs> uh, 97. 20 years after I was born. God. Remember the 80s, kid? But you're mature beyond your years. Thank you. Anything planned for your... uh... Thank you. Uh, Some friends tomorrow night. Not quite sure what we have planned. Seeing the family Sunday. Cool. Back in here with you guys Monday morning. No, we're off on Monday, so... Are you guys... I think, everyone's, you, everyone's, off I think everyone's off on yeah. Monday. Yeah. So if you're scheduled to work schedule. on Monday, yeah, yeah, we yeah, probably yeah, should yeah, ask about that. probably should check out that. Glad about we brought that. this yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking yeah. through this. Yes. Yeah. yeah, great live radio. I, but I appreciate it. That way I'm not sitting here at 5 a.m. on Monday yeah, go, Where the hell is everybody? This is my birthday. I woke up for you guys and I'm not. Nobody's here. Yeah, no. We're not on Monday. So anyway, so congratulations on your birthday. Enjoy it. So. I had a mower yesterday. I, I, you text me this. Maybe like he's trying mower. to beat the snow. It's snowing outside today. I don't know, but now it's snowing. The grass it sucks. is dead. This is terrible. Um, I saw the salt trucks out this morning. I'm like, no, I, me and the groundhog declared this thing over. You, I thought, you have declared this thing over like in mid-January after the Miami game. Yes. You're like, winter yeah. is now officially yeah. after, done. After freezing my tail off the Miami game like everybody else, I was like, winter's done. Right. And I just declared it over. And John, like, like, he hasn't even worn a coat. And I'm not nope. joking. I'm nope. like, where's your jacket? He goes, I'm not doing it done. Not anymore. Bringing. Done. I'm like, All right. I reached for it today. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Knew it was supposed to snow. Well, I thought it was going to snow Monday. I didn't realize. I forgot it was today. I'm like, nope. But yesterday, all of a sudden, I hear the, uh, yeah. and I'm what? What the hell is like going looking on? outside? I'm like, there's no, there's no leaves. There's no. I could understand grass. on Wednesday it was a beautiful day. On there's Wednesday it was no, warm. Like why? Maybe the guy was tricking himself into exercise or something like that. I, I didn't know if you know. I guess you want to find out if it's if it's running. If that's the first 
first pull of the year or whatever. But there's no, there was no reason. You ever pull that cord and jack yourself in the face oh, with of your course. hand? Yeah, or yeah. rip your shoulder, feel like your shoulder is going to give out. Right. Um, and then you kick it a few times and the stupid thing won't yeah. start. So I thought I said to you, maybe he's running the gas out of it or just trying to get it ready oh, for spring. Oh, it could be that running the gas out of it. could but be, then too. You said, then you said, no, he was actually pushing it across yeah, the yard. Yeah, there was making passes yeah. and stuff. But I suppose if you're going to run the gas out of it, you, you, you're not going to sit there and just you're going to, you know, you're going to yeah, do laps with do it laps, too, right? right? Because you probably got to hold the handle to keep it running anyway. Yeah. So. so you're going to stand there and do it. You might as well move. I don't know. It's just crazy to but me. But I was like, yeah. one, I'm like, no. And then two, I'm like, boy, I hope this doesn't foster the rest of, you know. Well, I was hoping. contagiousness that mm-hmm. is mowing. Um, and I don't think it did. I think it's just was relegated to one, but it was, it was, I was, I didn't understand. I was hoping like I, my I, neighbors didn't hear it come a, yeah, from a yeah, few blocks yeah. away and all of a sudden everybody gets up and goes, as it starts to echo. somebody's mowing. Kind of like when a dog barks and it, you, you hear it go down the neighborhood, you know, you're yeah, like, oh, right, is yeah. that my dog that started this or not? And whatever. And you hear, right. It's like the mo- a mower started. Oh, oh Steve's mower's mowing. Gotta go. Ah. Everybody's got their mower. They don't know why, but they're doing it. Cause every other old guy is doing it. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but I, Oh, yeah, I didn't need to know why. Yesterday was not also like a lot of day to mow yesterday. Again, like if you well, want to do it on you were Wednesday, beating the snow. <laughs> be in the snow for what? It's going to be for in the 60s day. next know, week. Like you, you know, didn't need to do that. You take, didn't need to mow. Take the take the top off of it before the snowflakes land on it. I right. don't know. Just weird. Mm-hmm. Just weird. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, his yard didn't seem to have a lot of leaves and he just, the thing was going. I it was know. going. All right. Nothing like mowing on February 14th. Right. 15th, whatever the day yeah, was yesterday. Yeah, February yeah. 15th. Can I get that, mo- can I get that mower out? Oh. All right. Um, how about a, I don't know, a little more intense free agency? I make think it, it a, make fun. it a thing. Make it a, make it an event. Yeah. Maybe he has possibly. I think this you're could be done for, with every sport. You're always looking for events, right? Right. Yeah. You're looking for big moments. You're looking for things. And and, and Rob Manfred, again, who we talked about announcing his retirement in five years yesterday, <laughs> um, he revealed also yesterday that Major League Baseball prefers a free agent period in December that contains, quote, two weeks of flurried activity and includes a deadline, according to Alex Spearer of the Boston Globe. Quote, we would prefer to have a free agency signing period, ideally in December, with a deadline. However, the commissioner noted that the uh, Major League Baseball Players Association, quote, did not well receive, receive that well. Oh, you know? shocker. It, yeah, shocker. The players didn't receive something well that was, you know, thought of by the owners and whatnot. Because I think Rob Manfred's looking around and going, why is Corey Bellinger still out there? Why is Blake Snell still a free agent out there? Here we are. Spring training has officially started, right? Guys were pulling on rubber bands on fences yesterday and taking dry swings. There's a lot going on down there right now. Complaining about the uniforms is the best. Yeah, the uniform complaints that are coming in right now are outstanding. Peak baseball. They don't like the new uniforms because the names are rounded on the back as opposed to straight. My pants don't feel right. Yeah, and I guess fanatics. Wasn't the same as it was. Yeah, they're only offering two sizes of pants, and I'm being serious about this. They're only offering two sizes of pants. They three. three. They don't like the jersey where the MLB logo is on the back. Like it's this is this itchy. is this is peak Mission Hills problems, right? Yeah, baseball, the Major League baseball. It's, it's so like, great to baseball. anything baseball players complain about. I just don't care. I really don't like Major League Baseball players complain about stuff that only the one percenters could understand. I don't like where the MLB logo is on the back of my jersey. So let's have a federal case about this. And I think that's why I like Rob Manfred because he ain't got time for this. He just doesn't. He does not have 
have time for the baseball excuses and the complaining that goes on with baseball players. You know what our best deal was? Fanatics. That's what it was. Put the uniform on. That's right. You know I mean? like, no, that, that's what it was. <laughs> Fanatics offer the most money, and, and here we sit. So if, they, if it's truly something that's bothering them, then go back to Fanatics and have them make a better jersey for the players or whatever. But I, I like the idea of a two-week signing period in Major League Baseball. I like that in the NFL. But you know what? The NFL and the NBA, Josh, they essentially have that. And it's not even a two-week signing period in the NFL or in the NBA. It's like a two-minute signing period. Free agency starts in the NFL. You've had three days of tampering that's been legalized. And so everybody pretty much on that first or second day is signed, and you have a couple of stragglers here or there, you know, kind of come into the mix later on in the game. But the NFL, they hit it and quit it. The NBA kind of hits it and quit it. And Major League Baseball, here we are. The season has been over since October. Free agency begins on like November 7th. And we're here on February 16th and guys still aren't signed yet. And I think what Rob Manfred is trying to do is trying to tell Scott Boris, get your ass in gear, Scott. Stop delaying all this. I understand the concept, but what if you don't sign the deadline, you can't sign? I think that's what he's going for. Yeah. What if somebody is injured and not ready and teams don't want him and he's not really available until April? Yeah, I I know. That's the thing. Are there going to be like... Uh, you snooze, you lose, I guess. Well, are, are there going to be like uh, limits, like dollar limits? Like after this date, you sign for whatever, whatever. And after this date, you're only going to get the veteran minimum or you're that gonna... part doesn't say they don't you know what they, mean. Cause I was wondering the same kind of questions. If, too. If Blake yeah. Snell's like, I'm going to wait for my best deal. I, I haven't seen it yet. Right. Well, well you got after, two weeks after to get this, it after this two weeks, well, then you can only take the veteran minimum or whatever. I mean, maybe. I don't know how I don't know how you I mean I think it's cool it'd be cool to have a, a window where you're like, Oh my gosh, all this stuff's gonna happen. Right. I don't know how you can say, Well, it can't happen after this date. I think what Rob Manfred is doing right now is trying to find ways to get life into the game, right? He's trying to find ways to get people excited about baseball. And and wouldn't a two-week free agency period be exciting? Yeah. Like, yeah, here, yeah. here we go, man. Go to work and get this stuff done. Because, but then what if they don't? You know, I don't know the answer. And there's no answer yeah. to that. And, and, and I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked and I'm like, where are the answers? Like, what happens if a guy doesn't sign? Do you do you only make the veteran minimum that year? Maybe that's that that's the poison pill that you have to swallow in a situation like that. But much like everything in baseball, it is slow moving, and free agency is that way as well. I mean, we're sitting here again as spring training has already started, and Blake Snell, who's one of the best pitchers out there, John Sherman, has not signed with anybody yet. John Sherman, let's go. John, sign him. In Kansas City, do it. Well, it's past the deadline. I don't know how you <laughs> And then can you imagine it'd be fun then, as then, a, then players would go there's collusion because what if no team offers somebody and then the league minimum is the is where you get them and they all jump at the guy for the league minimum, you know? I think it's fun as a a, a media fan product. Yes. I don't think I, I I'm with the players though that like I, why? Why would it why would it make more sense for me to to sign only in this window? Well, and but uh, I hate to say it, man, like from a fan standpoint, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to grow the game. You're trying to get fans interested. And and right now, baseball isn't that sport, you know, where fans are interested all the time in what's going on in baseball. And especially if your team isn't any good, you check out, right? So I think Major League Baseball is thinking about the fan first in all of this, where a lot of sports don't. But I think Major League Baseball is actually thinking about the fans first because if they listen to the players, my God, we play three games. They'd all have, you know, perfectly fitting uniforms, fine dining, and they'd all make $17 million an inning. Fine dining. No No. hot dogs? Is that what you're saying? 
I'm saying white tablecloths, mm. linen napkins, mm. four forks, and a dessert that's already on the table when you get there. This kind of cuts back to the conversation we were having earlier about, so where do we watch the team this year? We heard about Amazon a little bit. I, I'm excited for fans, and I've seen this text line. I do a lot of Vern shows, and they say, Vern, I, I can't watch. I'm at home. I don't have a ticket. I can't watch this team. That They didn't see the pitch clock. They haven't seen some of these changes baseball has made last year. Mm-hmm. And attendance was up widely across the the Midwestern markets where their teams were somewhat competitive, yeah. like Detroit, Milwaukee, Cincinnati. I, I'm excited for this town with you know a little new energy, Bobby Witt Jr. went out and spent a little bit of money this offseason to see the changes the game has made. I think the tune about Rob Manfred will shift a little bit here in town. Yeah, he doesn't I, have time for the, for the old ex- – the text line is saying, you know, baseball's dying. I, I don't think we were paying attention as a city last year like we usually do. No, we weren't. Josh I and I specifically not. were not paying attention last not. year. They didn't give you a reason to pay attention last year. They oh. stunk. And there's no, I'm not going to waste my time watching a bad product. Yeah. Even if it was faster. <laughs> Just like I won't, won't buy those Gala apples anymore. They're no good. They've gone downhill. And the Cosmic Crisp is right there, too. <laughs> like, the Cosmic Crisp used to be a delicious, crispy apple. They're oh mealy gosh. now. This will segue perfectly into this. Um, <laughs> I sound like a baseball Chris player. Chris Russo, <laughs> <laughs> who does some things for, uh, you know, uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio, uh, MLB Network, and now, of course, does some stuff with First Take. Uh, faking some outrage. He just signed a new deal with ESPN. So what did he come out and do? Yelled about something, Fake right? some outrage. And it continues to be over Taylor Swift. Oh, God. He spoke with the, the, the CBS sports people who told them there was going to be less of this. And guess what? There wasn't. We talked about the Taylor Swift coverage. Sean, do you overdo it? And he gave me the statistic. And like an idiot, I bought it. Oh, let's hear it. He, in the AFC championship game... She was on for 38 seconds. All right, that sounds like not that big a deal. This past week, as we asked, well, how much are you going to run to her? He says, well, we don't go to her too much, and here's evidence. This past week, she was on the quote-unquote, it was an overtime game, for 55 seconds. All right, doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. They went to that box 12 times! 12 times! <laughs> yeah, he only caught one ball in the first half! I'm not interested! They couldn't pick out Len Dawson out of the lineup for crying out loud. You think they know who Curly Cope was? I mean, 10, 12 times. 12 times. He had one you know catch Curly in the Cole. first half. I mean, on defense, crossing her finger. Oh, my. And listen, I understand she's a huge, huge star. And I love the relationship. I swear to God. That's I awesome. love the relationship. On the field, it's legit and everything else. But it's a football game. That's what it is. It is a football game. And every and you know why? Now you know why fans get annoyed in Buffalo and Baltimore. They think it's a conspiracy. Well, they want the Chiefs to win, so he gets all the calls because they want to capitalize on Taylor Swift. Now, that's a nonsensical thought, but fans think that way. Twelve times? That's three, four times a quarter for crying out loud. And they trail three-fifths of the game. How long was that soundbite? Uh, 90 seconds. She was on TV for 54 seconds, so he spoke 36 seconds more about yeah. Taylor Swift being on than she was actually yeah. on throughout the course of a four-hour, five-quarter football I'll game. I'll believe this one for a second. No, that's fake. Yeah. Not 54 seconds, one second. Don't believe your 
you cared. Yeah, you didn't They care. showed her 12 times, and he hadn't cut the ball yet. You didn't notice it when you were sitting there watching the game at all. Also, Blake Lively was sitting next to her. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, my goodness. Ooh. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. No one. Taylor no, Swift. nobody <laughs> cared. Boy, oh, boy. No, this is going to be this can be fodder for him all offseason. He can complain about the 120 seconds of hearing about Burger King Whoppers and everything else we do during the broadcast, apparently, mm-hmm. if, it, if it makes him so incensed. I mean, um, it, it, she was it, on less than a commercial. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and she was on 36 seconds less than he was. Yeah. They're complaining about yeah. her. Yeah. I sure was TV. on roller skates longer than she was on TV. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, Seriously. yeah, yeah. No, he was. You're you're absolutely right about that. Like the the complaint that's going on, and the outrage that people have about this is still very very funny to me. And and somebody from the nine one three text and listening to grown ass men come completely unhinged over Taylor on the screen during a game <laughs> is great. my new favorite. Activity. It is. It is great. That's why I brought it to you, is. even though it was ridiculous and silly, and I don't believe a second of it. It's still funny. Yeah, and then he drops a curly culp and like they don't know who curly culp is. You're right. You're absolutely they right. They couldn't pick out Led Dawson. Right. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. Those guys played a hundred years ago. Okay. Taylor Swift is the hottest be, star in town. Hey, it'd be nice if everybody knew who Len Dawson yeah. is. But you don't have to. Right. Certainly to enjoy a game. Colin Cop, can you believe him? And it's not fuzzy Thurston. I can't believe they would show Taylor Swift on the television. So he wasn't necessarily mad at the total time. It was the amount of times in that total time. I don't that was know twelve. <laughs> it was twelve times for fifty-four seconds. Twelve times. Right. Can somebody tell Mad Dog please today that Taylor Swift has donated a hundred thousand dollars to the GoFundMe for the uh, for the victims here in Kansas mm. City, and yeah. maybe he'll change his tune. Maybe Tony Dungy will change his tune. I didn't see Tony Dungy scratch a check. I didn't see Chris Russo scratch a check. You're going to sit there and come, you're going to complain about somebody who was, uh, who's a pop star and the Super Bowl is a cultural event and then tragedy strikes and Taylor Swift donates $100,000 last night to the GoFundMe for, the, for, for Lisa Lopez Galvan's family. Mm. And you're going to sit there and you're going to complain about Taylor Swift? Find something else to complain about. Complain about Mealy Apples. Like The, the complaints are done. With Taylor Swift. It's ridiculous now. It's old men screaming at clouds. And it's it's quite frankly getting off-putting for all of these people. Chiefs fans have a huge young fan base now. I bet 75% of them couldn't pick out Len Dawson it's from true. 913. Yeah, yeah I know. No, yeah. And, and Bob, I, we've we've been talking about the Taylor Swift fake outrage for a few weeks. I think her actions this morning are are like solidifying her within this community. Oh, yeah. And the text line's blowing up about that. Yeah, she's I think ours. we're really taking, yes, like, Welcoming mess, her into yeah, the community. Don't yeah. She's don't one of us now. Yeah. No, she, she's a Kansas City and through and through, right. right? She she is one of us. She has adopted us. We have adopted her. And the outrage over showing her on TV is it, it, it is fake. Mad Dog is a phony. And and I'll say that right now. And I hope ESPN picks up on that. Chris Mad Dog Russo is a phony. Well, and he's creating phony arguments to yell and scream on television. That's all that is. Well, that's what they pay for now. So TV pays for now. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I, 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 know. TV, I know. So TV thinks everybody wants. Right. So. But we don't want that. We don't want that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what we want. They think they think we do. Maybe we do. I don't know. I, don't know. So. I mean, anyway, y- y- I mean, if you're mad about more Blake Lively on television, you got a problem. What yeah. about Tom Brady trying to sell me Dunkin' Donuts for 60 seconds? Can you believe he's not even in the game? Why is he selling me donuts?
You also don't want to know what he makes per appearance on television. Ten thousand dollars, right? Depress. Isn't I that what it, it is? I just said you didn't want, and nobody wanted to know that because it's depressing. Why is Matt Damon selling donuts? He hasn't had a movie in years. They were on sixty seconds, six seconds longer than Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been less relevant than her. <laughs> Way less. The Budweiser frog. You got a frog going bud and another going wise and another going ah. And we know frogs don't talk and I got to watch that for 60 seconds. This guy's a lunatic. Yep. I mean, of all the things, what do you want him to do in between plays? Show Andy Reid with a thing over his face so you can't read his lips? You want to show Romo? Because nobody liked that, apparently. He ruined the game, according to others, right? Who? Romo? Yeah. Who sounds older, uh, Chris Russo or Charlie Weiss? You decide. Here's Charlie on Tony Romo. I wasn't listening to those guys because they they really turned me off, I have to tell you. (laughs) I'd rather... They do. They turn me off. I mean... I listened to the end of the game, and I listened to, to to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Just shut up and let us savor the moment. Just be quiet. Nance had already said jackpot. You know, like the, he had already said that's that should have been the end of the co- conversion. I don't need to hear your analysis of what just happened. I just watched it. I want to watch the moment. I want to enjoy the moment as a sports fan. You didn't. That ruined your moment. I like this. Shut up. He'd already done jackpot. Shut up. Are you kidding me with that? Charlie Weiss. Why on earth would Charlie Weiss not be able to enjoy that moment? I don't know about you guys. I missed the final call because my whole house was screaming and celebrating. Exactly. Charlie Weiss is the worst smelling guest we've ever had. That's that guy stunk. That's a fact. That is he a fact. He came on during the Super Bowl and smelled like cheese. That's a fact. And we could we I like we couldn't even conduct the interview. It was so because he smelled like Limburger cheese. <laughs> Should we call brother Ryan oh. right now and get him to come on oh. and talk about how bad Charlie Weiss smelled? Mm. It was bad. I mean, it, Ryan was so appalled. By how bad Charlie Weiss smelled at the Super Bowl. And this was at 8 in the morning. So if he was that ripe at 8 a.m., what did he smell like at 8 p.m.? Because he stunk. I mean, it was a stench. And it lingered. You're like, I can't get this off me. And he's going to sit there and complain about Tony Romo ruining the moment. Oh, my God. So whose broadcast was he listening to if he wasn't listening to those well, I guys? I suppose he had to turn down. And, and if he, he wasn't listening to those guys, how did the moment get ruined? Because at the beginning. He turned, it, he turned it up at the end. At the beginning, he says, I don't listen to those guys, and then talked about how they ruined the moment for him. Correct. Can you play that again? Sure. I wasn't listening to those guys because they, they really turned me off, I have to tell you. <laughs> I'd rather. They do. They turn me off. I mean. I listened at the end of the game, and I listened to to, to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Okay, just you, you didn't listen I to them. Do like the just shut up part though? Yeah, it's, it's funny, good. but you didn't listen to them. But you knew exactly how they ruined the moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just shut up 
and let us savor the moment. <laughs> Just be quiet. Nance had already said jackpot. You yeah, know, like the, he had already said that's that should have been the end of the co- conversion or conversation. Either one. Yeah. Conversion. Text from my mother. Why did you let that guy talk about Taylor? He's a jerk. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I won't call her coach. Yeah, who who does sound older? Russo. Just shut up. Russo or Weiss? Just shut up and let us savor the moment. Keeping that as a drop. <laughs> Just be quiet. <laughs> Well, not look for the best. Found Charlie Weiss. Came back with Charlie Weiss. His press conferences were a lot of fun, though. His interviews with us were a lot of fun. Yeah. So he didn't want to. Talk. Didn't want to talk about Kansas football. Well, can you blame him? I want to talk about that Tommy. Point time. Well, at that point, yeah. Oh, forgot. that's right. He wanted to talk about that. He was like, "Why don't you guys talk about Kansas football?" I'm like. Because it's not interesting. Because he doesn't want to. Yeah. Because your coach doesn't want to. He wanted to talk about Halloween costumes. Remember when he was going to go as a bad football coach yeah, or whatever no, he, he said? Was a, he was a fun interview. He was, But yeah. uh, our final one we had with him is the final one because he I can't <sighs> ever take that smell out. You ever smell something so bad you smell it forever? Yeah, because I see him now. And you just go, I don't Ew. see him in person now, but if I see him now, all I can think of is the, the, the pig pen trail behind me. That's how I vision it. I can't. <laughs> I can't unsee it. <laughs> Just be quiet. Nance had already said jackpot. What? What? Dennis Smith! We'll discuss spags greater than rusty. We'll get to that next. You picked the music today. You're setting the kind of the, the mood today, trying to lighten things up a little bit after a tough kind of tail end of the week. Uh, 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Toast Service text line. Include your name so you may get the credit. Yeah, for Nate Dog listening from Chicago. He wanted a little Dolly, a little Kenny. I like uh, that. in the stream. I would not have guessed someone named Nate Dog. Yeah, I wouldn't have either have requested. Yeah. I didn't even think they could pick Dolly and <laughs> Kenny out of a lineup. He could. <clears throat> yeah, what if they were showing Dolly Parton on the screen? Would Mad Dog be okay because he actually knows their songs? Mm. Are you saying it was a significant smell? Yes, yes we were. Yes, we are. 620. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yep. 
the uh, GoFundMe. In, in 15 years, they're like, who's your smelliest? The answer is Charlie clear. Weiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's stung. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift. Just be quiet. Okay. Taylor Swift donated $100,000 today to the GoFundMe for the uh, family of Lisa Lopez Galvan. It's now up to over $200,000. Awesome. Her, her uh, uh, representatives have confirmed to Variety that it was her that made two $50,000 donations on the GoFundMe. Yeah, they could. She was so intent on doing this that you couldn't give $100,000 in one thing. Right. So she gave two fifty. dollars Like, well, I'm doing 100000 so figure it out. Yeah. They're like, okay, two fifties. Okay. Yep, there it is. And that's, she wrote. That's, that's how it had to go down, right? Yeah, because you couldn't make, you you couldn't couldn't make $100,000 $100, yeah. donation. And so she wanted to give $100,000, yeah. and well, so she gave two fifty. dollars They give two and they're like, yeah. okay, done. All right. And she said, sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love, Taylor Swift. That's awesome. If you're looking for the GoFundMe, there are two of them that are set up. I have them on my uh, Twitter page, uh, X page, whatever we're calling it these days, at Bob Fesco. It's one for the family of Lisa Lopez Galvan, and there's one for the Reyes family as well. They had two daughters injured in the shooting on Wednesday. And so there are two GoFundMes out there. If you're looking for a way to help, if you're looking for a way to kind of give back, if you're kind of feeling helpless and you want to do something, the GoFundMe is the way to go as well. One of our listeners gave $5,000 the other day uh, as well to this. And so this has really taken off. And, I mean, talk about just Taylor Swift for a second. And, I mean, how great is that? And a blood donation as well. We yeah. talked about that yesterday yeah. on the show um, with uh, Jimmy Fassler, who was big Royals fan, big listener on the show, gunshot victim at one point in time in a, in a home in, home invasion or home burglary. Mm-hmm. And um, he had recounted the story with us. It ended up he needed so many blood transfusions to stay alive, and it was 20-something people, 23, 20, 20, 23 or four people, yeah. It, he ultimately found out it, it took to donate blood to, to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, any and all times, but certainly in, in – times of tragedy like this blood donation so uh, vital as well and i know that's been up yep. in the last 24 hours channel as well. 9 did a story yeah. yesterday record number of blood that's donations awesome. coming in yesterday that's as awesome. well so, so that's awesome. a couple little things you you want to do all right in the uh the the the, the pre-parade portion of the uh, of the day on wednesday uh this was like fantastic timing at the time right mm-hmm. that the cheese had extended steve spagnolo right great Great. Love it. Fantastic. We're going to celebrate the championship. Oh, oh, we just re-upped our, our defensive coordinator as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love the timing of it. Great timing. Love the signing of it. Not that, you know, necessarily it was like he wasn't up for head coaching jobs or whatever. I think this is the spot he wanted to be, but get it done. Like, right. Keep, the, keep that part of the band together and how important that is to keep all of your coaches in place as a team is perfect. You see a lot of Super Bowl teams that they lose both coordinators. Philadelphia lost both coordinators year. losing the Super Bowl. Right. And right. lost both coordinators again this year by not well, making it yeah, into that, the second round that, of the playoffs. That, that does happen too. Um San Francisco's removed their defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. right? Did you see who the leading candidate to be the defensive coordinator is in San Francisco? I did not. Bob Sutton? What? Oh god no. What? Brendan Staley. Oh. Heard of him. oh okay. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't make the fourth down calls, though, right? I mean, like, fourth no, down offensive calls? Kyle Shannon. All right, then yeah. maybe, they, maybe it's got a chance. That'll be the guy who gave the, the Chiefs the ball second in overtime, still making the calls. That's okay, right. Good. Yeah, right. Good. Exactly. Good. Yes, yes, that yes, happens. yes, yes. Um, so we were we were kicking this around in the office. Like, is Spags now the all-time, like, favorite assistant? Does he surpass Rusty, even? I don't know if anybody ever surpasses the fav- Rusty. The favorite lieutenant? Could he surpass Rusty Coons as the most beloved, like, number two? 
I think Rusty's personality will always carry him, right? Does anybody have a better personality than Rusty? Is anybody more engaging with the fans and everybody? Like, Rusty's a superstar, right? He genuinely right? lights up a room. Right. Like, Rusty comes in, and he becomes the star of that room. Spags is a little bit more reserved, right? A little bit more quiet, kind of takes that backseat a little bit. Rusty comes in, and everybody loves him. Like, there's never been, Josh, I don't even know if, if fans had Yost jerseys, but people had Rusty Kuntz jerseys, right? I mean, you saw them all over town. People would wear a Rusty jersey. And so when you have the jersey of an assistant coach, and I know you can't buy a Spagnolo jersey. Maybe you could with the number four on it because that's how many titles he won, but then you're going to be getting a new one every year. Um, you, you can't buy like an Andy Reid jersey or a Steve Spagnolo jersey or anything like that. But I just think Rusty was such a different type of person and personality and – he was kind of our first assistant coach love, right? And 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 everybody wanted to hear from Rusty all the time. So I, I think, in my opinion, I think Rusty's always going to be that number one. It's tough to forget your first, and Rusty was kind of that for everybody. I don't know. Spags is, Spags is the goat, man. He is. But Rusty rides the a def- bike. <laughs> Defensive coordinator goat. Yeah. Oof, oof. It's tough. So weigh in. Spags are rusty. Uh, I think I'm. I mean, I Rusty's personality is great. Spags' personality is is great yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And it, and the you know he wants to be an architect, right? <laughs> kind of won me over. But I mean, for accomplishments, whew. I think just Spags is just to me like he's in a different realm now. No, oh, yeah. When I you mean, like his, step back, history wise, when, when the NFL, when you yeah. step back and look, you're like, wow, his legacy. Pretty massive right. in terms of coordinating defenses. I don't think anybody, anybody got to say nobody's been better. But Rusty came up with the first to home play too. He did. I, I mean, he you did. Know? There's some nostalgia that goes along yeah. with it. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Right. From the eight one six, Rusty had the benefit of having an unlikable manager, while Spags has the most lovable head coach of all time. What was wrong with the manager? Yeah, I think people didn't like Ned at the beginning, I, right? He was crusty. There's no lies about that. I mean, you know. All right, we softened him up. I feel like I it was think we good. did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think once plus one, the crusty is what I love the best about Ned. Yeah, actually, actually what I did love. No, you're wrong. Was but like you're right. Salty. Yeah. I, I, I like salty Ned. I mean, we had Ned on back in the day, and the man like talked about a hot dog on the air and Kansas city went and bought every one of those hot dogs from this place in California and closed the place down because they couldn't keep in business. Cause Ned was talking about these Casper's hot dogs. They're out of business now. Well, they were for that day. I mean, oh, they had, oh, like they oh, sold out, okay. you know, you know no, not, I don't think they're out of business. I don't know, but I know like everybody was ordering these Casper's hot dogs. I do like Spags is an elite knee bender. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. You know, for as big as he is six, five or six, six, whatever he is, they're all big to me. Right. Um, but he's a great knee bender. <laughs> yeah, he's part of cliches, but I mean, yeah, it endears him to me too. His are less cliche and more football. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Football yeah, yeah. nerdism, right? Very nerdy. Yeah, Very I don't know. Nerdy. I just something about Rusty that'll always be right. on top for me. Yeah, uh, a little weird from the six two zero. There's no way Andy's going to training camp on the same day he had his gallbladder removed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm not gonna be here this afternoon. Where you got? I gotta have surgery. I'll see you in the morning. And there's Ned in the morning. You just had your gallbladder taken out. Yeah, so I, I spit it in a pan. I what didn't do you need want? it. Guys at work the next day. 
Uh, that's still one of the more unbelievable yeah, it is. It legends, is right? And it's, it's not crazy. a legend. It's true. No, it's true. It's what the hell are you doing true. here? I had my gallbladder out yesterday afternoon. It's, it's, it's Thursday morning. That was Wednesday afternoon. But why? Because I'm Ned. Because my gallbladder's out. I, don't, I yeah. didn't need it. It's didn't need it over. anymore. It's gone. Nothing. All right. I don't often, you know, care if somebody moves on somewhere else and I don't follow them a ton oh, yeah, and whatever. Right. Usually, usually I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also don't begrudge guys from continuing to play as long as someone's going to employ you. Right. This one kind of stings me. I don't know why. Does it really? Yeah. Which one is that? Moose is, is a White Sox. So is every other former Royal. Well, I get that part of it. I don't care about the front office yeah. guys, really. You know what I mean? I think there's the Andrew Benintendi's up there. I don't care. He wasn't. He, he wasn't anything. part of the. Uh, he wasn't yeah. anything. Like, right. Some of those. But like this one kind of. I'm like, oh, I know he wants to extend his career. And keep, he's the only one still playing. Well, other than Salvi. Yeah. Other than Salvi, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying no. So I signed the, the White Sox, in case you miss it, signed uh, Mike Moustakas to a minor league contract. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, <laughs> of all places, don't. I think Mike Moustak is going to make that team. I, I know. I felt I felt kind of sad. Like, no, don't be competing against us now. Yeah. But at least we'll get to see him a couple of times. That'd be all right. right? That like, part of it would be all right. But, boy, in that uniform, I'm not. Uh, mm, yeah. mm. Well, the pinstripes, you know, and, and whatnot of the White Sox. Yeah. But, I mean, know. I, I uh, of all people, I can't say he shouldn't take a contract. Right. Yeah, exactly. He should take a contract <laughs> on that one, right? right? Yeah. yeah. He, keep keep taking keep, the money you didn't get. Keep taking the cash, man. You didn't get at one point in time. But. I mean, you told him he got effed and yeah. didn't say effed. He actually said the word on the air and Moose laughed and it was fun and we enjoyed ourselves, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I was like, anybody but the White Sox. Yeah, but there he is. I mean, you, you knew he was getting up in Chicago, though, didn't you? I mean, Chris Getz is the general manager, former teammate. Pedro's the manager up there, former coach here. Gene Watson, Jin Wong, like they, they, they brought everybody up there, so you knew that, like, and Moose is an enforcer, too. If somebody's out of line, he'd go and bust heads. Yeah, you know, you need yeah, that guy yeah. around, so, and you're right. Keep taking the check because I think as Chris Jones talked about at the end of that Charger game, I needed to make up for missed money. I think Moose is still trying to make up for lost cash, too. Yeah, I guess. That one kind of hurt me, though. I was, I was like, no, it have to be Chicago. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. But you guys know who Moose played for last year? Yeah, the Angels. He started in Colorado yeah. and was traded to the Angels midseason. So this is becoming like a yearly, like, Team rolls into town, batting seventh is Mike Moustakis. So yeah. who had it, who knew he was on that team? Yeah. No, he was he was with Cincinnati. He's been with uh Colorado, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yep. Like he's, he's he's pretty much yeah. checked every box yeah. right now, yeah. which yeah. is fine. You keep go- like you're the guy. Be in demand. You have literally said you keep playing until you can't play anymore. Moose is doing that. You're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I just didn't know. No, I don't want him to not play. I just don't want to play the white for the White Sox. That was all. <laughs> It was the White Sox more than he, I don't want him still playing. The Chicago Royals, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Mike Moustakis, yeah. everybody. Yeah. No, I, I think it's great. Like, I loved Moose here. I didn't like when he was hanging with Vargi, but I, I liked Moose here. Like, I thought he was exactly what we needed. And I like Moose as a fan favorite. He's great. I don't like it as a White Sox. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Somebody wants to know if you think it's worse than Jermaine Dye going to the White Sox. What the hell do we care about Dye for at the time? They didn't win anything. Uh, yeah, back when they didn't win anything, yeah, you didn't want to lose any good players. Yeah, but I'm just talking about guys who won. They're other, winners. Other former these are, Royals. These are different. Nikki Lopez. These are different. Yeah, Martin Nick- Maldonado. Yeah, both Chicago White Sox. That's right. Nikki yeah. Lopez is yeah, there. I forgot right? Lopez yeah. went there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you don't know where a former Royal is, pretty good guess would be the White Sox. Oh. Like if you're in a game with somebody, where's this former White Sox? Just go with that. I was. It was. It, there was a little bit of Ranger for a second. I thought you know. Hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. For a hot minute. Yeah. I do like this text, though, from the uh, 913. Ned would walk home from his own vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) He probably did, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, yeah. Ned, Ned's toughest SOB oh we've God. ever met. That's, Never. That's a, There's nobody any yeah, tougher yeah, than Ned Yost. Yeah. Uh, are we holding him to it? We'll discuss next. Nice little message today. Well done. Text line yeah. 913-586-7610. Your re- requests on a Friday even. Normally do this on Wednesdays. We're going to lighten the mood a little bit today on a, on a Friday. So thanks for contributing. And um, that's a that's a very good submission. Who had it, Nathan? It is. Yeah, Ryan out of the 913 suggesting nice. a little be a light. I like that. Good job out of you. Good job. Well done. From the 660, Ned Yost walks into a room and Chuck Norris says, oh, bleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ned would kick the, oh, I almost said that. Ned would kick the crap out of Chuck Norris. No. Yeah, 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 you would. Yeah. (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah, it was was good. That was was good. That was my Ned impression, by the way. Yeah. 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 Ned would if if no 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 yeah 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 if we could would. get it done and by we I mean somebody not us because you know you and I don't get anything accomplished but if if we could get it done where we had like one of the local casinos set up a ring and it was Ned Yost v Chuck Norris would that sell out yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First event at the new Royal Stadium is a fight Chuck, between Ned and Chuck Norris. Chuck wouldn't really know what was coming because he, he, he'd like square up and say, are we going to do this? And Ned's like, yes, we're going to do this. Yeah, Ned would pummel the guy. Ned has one of the hardest handshakes I've ever felt. Yeah, Like Ned Yost would destroy Chuck Norris and then take his gallbladder and stick yeah. it back in himself. And then invite him around the campfire. Yeah, and they'd sing and yeah. have s'mores. They'd be best friends forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> Ned would absolutely Ned was destroy one of him. A kind. Yeah, he My really goodness. was. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget you and I in Ned's office before game, and we had to dismiss him to go to the game. I think he missed first pitch, and I'm I, not I'm, kidding. And about it wasn't that. us. We weren't doing anything. It was right. Ned wouldn't let us go. Right. He was showing us the deer. I asked a question. I think about the farm. And he got out his iPad, and he wouldn't stop showing us pictures. Mm-hmm. At some point, I'm, Bob and I look at each other, like, like look at points. Isn't it time for him Seven, to go? 10, first Isn't pitch, like, Jason Vargas for a strike. Isn't it, <laughs> is it time for him to go? Because we're ready to go. Yeah. It's time to go. Ned won't stop showing us his farm. <laughs> I, I got to pee. Like, we just came for a quick little chat, and yeah. we got cornered. And it was good. We got we saw all the deer. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was fun. We learned a lot about uh, conservation and stuff. Yeah, and the beaver. No, the Beaver was the guy who used to coach Greg Robinson. Correct, yeah, correct. He, he played for the Beaver because guys like the Beaver, he said. Yeah. So uh, from the 816, Ned Yost tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. <laughs> yeah, basically any 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 Chuck Norris thing can be translated into Ned. No doubt. Yeah. Any of those any of those phrases What's you've it? seen all over the place are just, just insert Ned and they work. Same okay, thing. when Ned had his fall, wasn't he like upset that he couldn't move and had to involve his wife in in getting him? I I, I, I swear I recall hearing that. Yeah. He was like, I was going to take myself back, figured out I had to call her. And they got to the doctor, and they were like, "Dude, like you, you almost died, man." Yeah, like you. That was he, very scary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was a very scary moment. But it shows you how tough Ned is. He wasn't dying out there on his land. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> no way. No chance. Not a chance. Not gonna happen. Not on his terms. No, I'm not ready to go yet. Yeah. Screw this. Yeah. No, Ned's. You want to fight? Ned's. He's the. He is the best. I mean, it's unbelievable, guys. It really is. I mean, it's. It's. It's not to me like an urban legend anymore. It's the truth. 
Ned Yost is the toughest son of a gun on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to say something about it? He'll take a bat and snap it in half. <laughs> <laughs> So, are we holding Chris Jones to Chris Jones? Yes. I mean, he did say this on on Wednesday. I got on this stage last year, and I was like, run it back, run it back, run it back. But you know what? It's a three pay. I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who want Chris Jones go, I ain't going nowhere, baby. Woo! I will be here this year, next year, and the year. I mean, he's the one that's in charge of coming back. What? Who wants Chris Jones gone? Has anybody ever said they want Chris Jones gone? I could think of two people that it seems like. Cats and cats. The cats brothers. Yeah. Other than that. Other than that, no. Was that a direct message to them instead of on Twitter? He did it in front of Union Station. He should. And then those guys started tweeting about how there's booze involved and stuff like that, right? Too much partying going on. Which is true. Which I is mean, true, but I mean, still. I'm saying it's true. You can't, you can't really hold him to it. But he has never said he doesn't want to be here. And it continues to emphasize that he wants to be here. I right. feel like at some point, and again, I, I, am, I believe the best contract's already passed, okay? I agree with I you. I think yeah. Chris Jones probably going to have to bend a little bit to be back in Kansas City. Right. I don't think it's insurmountable. For him to do so, um, but but it's not going to be this is on his Chris's, terms. This is in know? Chris. This is in Chris's camp. Do you want to be here or not? We we'll get you a nice contract. Not maybe the 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 contract. Someone's going to give you a better contract, but ultimately, do you want to be here? Right. We're going to pull at heartstrings, and we're going to pull at uh, legacy, and we're going to pull at uh, three peats and all the stuff you can't you can't accomplish anywhere else. If you can you can go get the money somewhere else, but can you have the three peat? chance at a three-peat anyway or uh you know another say they don't win it maybe in two years i win it I mm-hmm. don't, you know what i mean we think they're going to be in it can can you get four right anywhere else you can get four because you can't you're not you're not you're you're too, you're too old for that mm-hmm. you're gonna say it that way but maybe hall of fame candidacy enhanced right by being a lifelong chief they're not going somewhere else and having mm-hmm. sacks or double Handling double teams in obscurity somewhere. Right. Like the you keep mentioning the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, just uh, like a nondescript yeah, Arizona. Something like that. You know? Like, uh, you know, yeah. no one's going to appreciate you getting double teamed and occupying, but still being the game wrecker anywhere else right, right now. Right. Uh, come be on the center. Continue to be on the center stage here. Continue to be the leader. Your two other leaders have given back in Mahomes and, and Kelsey. They have, they have taken lesser monies. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're doing all right. You can do all right, too. Yeah. You'll get money, just not not the full money. Do you want to be here or not? Travis is making more off the field right now than he's making on the field, and that's a fact, Jack. 
right? He got paid a lot. I think he paid like $5 million more to do a commercial this year than he made all season for the Chiefs. Now, Chris isn't in that category. He's getting some endorsements, but yeah. he's not going to make more money well, off the field. He was in that direct TV commercial. He was. You know, he was. You know. uh, he's not going to make more money, though, off the field. He's just not. Right. So I get that portion of it. Right. But is it a difference between $25 million and thirty? Like what? I'm, I, and again, no, I take every bit of money, right? It's a mm-hmm. big difference for us. Yeah, it's a difference for you between uh, uh, 5000 and 10000 Hell yeah. yeah it's yeah. a hell That's of a huge the, difference. Yeah, yeah. 1000 and. Fifteen hundred, yeah, yeah, that's pretty, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I'm not saying it, it's not, but in terms of the long term play of this as well, mm-hmm. you can be beloved in the city forever. You, yeah. you probably still will, but really beloved, like you're forever Kansas City. You're there, forever Chief, and you got a chance to win a couple more titles, maybe in the next two years. Don't you want to be part of that? Do you want to miss out on that for a few extra bucks? That's the thing. Do you want to stand there next year and watch on NFL Network the Chiefs three P and you're playing for the Carolina? And we Panthers. said we told you so. We told you we'd be back here. I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I told you too. Damn, yeah, part of this. The yeah. three Pete has to be the biggest motivator. I mean, yeah. I don't think we win. I don't think the Chiefs win both. Maybe okay maybe even we. one of these cool. rings. Well, yeah. I I. Well, anyway, different it's conversation fine, yeah. without Trent McDuffie and Karloftis and and the. Um, uh, returns on the Tyreek Hill trade. So I don't want to say there it's 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 Impossible. comparing apples yeah. to apples, but um I do think he looks at Tyreek Hill and says, "Okay, you could have taken a small discount and been a part of this." Mm-hmm. Um But then we don't have Trent McDuffie and I'd rather have Trent McDuffie than Tyreek Hill. With you. I completely agree with you. I, I think Chris Jones is more simple. Hey, if that if trade is out there out. though, it's it, I'd put it in play, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't, like a, I don't know that it is. It could be a sign and trade out there. But he, here, here, here's, here's what I'm going to say to Chris Jones, and this, this is my advice to him. I want you to call two people. I want you to call Tyreek Hill, talk to him, and I want you to call Eric Hosmer. Both of those guys were loved here in Kansas City, right, as players. Hosmer was loved more as a, as, as a player and off the field as well. Tyreek was loved as a great football player. Call both of those guys because both of those guys took more money and left, right? And you know what happened to Eric Hosmer? He took a lot of money and went to San Diego. And when he went to San Diego, not one Padre fan gave a rip about what he did in Kansas City. They just saw the big number that he had on his contract. And when he didn't achieve he never, success. He never lived up to that number. Right. And when he didn't achieve success, they booed him, and eventually they cut him, and he was out of town, Right. If you come here to Kansas City and re-signed as Eric Hosmer could have for less money, but could have played here in Kansas City, and he went through tough times, you know what Kansas City would have done? They would have put their arms around Eric Hosmer and loved him up and helped him through that slump because that's the way we are. He would have been our guy that stayed here. We're going to love him up. Talk to Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver in the game. He got his wish. And the next two years, the Chiefs have gone on to win Super Bowl championships and beat Tyree Kill and shut Tyree Kill down. And made Tyree Kill look like a marginal wide receiver at best in the two games they played against him. At best. At best. I mean, Amir Smith-Marset looks better than Tyree Kill in the two games against wow, Kansas City. Wow, look at you remembering a name. Well, you gave it to me earlier, that's all. So, those are the two not, people. Not, not that much earlier. Before the show. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. he come up before the show? How the hell do I know? Man, You're lucky was... I remember the guy's I'm name. I'm saying that's still three hours ago. <laughs> Good for you. I'm, I'm Okay. 
You're impressed. I am impressed. Like of all the things that happened today, me remembering Amir <laughs> Smith-Marset. Yeah, exactly. Right? Never th- never saw that coming. Josh is going to go home. He's going to call people yeah. all over the country. Can yeah. you believe you remembered Bob Amir remembered Smith-Marset? I remember some random name. I'm, I'm impressed with myself as well. I won't remember it in 30 minutes. Okay. But, he, but, but anyway, so those are the folks that he needs to call. To those are the people he needs to call. Tyree Kill and Eric Hosmer. And ask them, how did it really work out by taking more money? Did your career go and is your career going as you had had planned? And I think both of them to a man would say, I made the wrong decision. I should have taken a little bit less money. I should have stayed where we're winning. I should have stayed where it's fun. Tyreek will lie and make up something about how it's great in Miami and all that crap. No, I think I think his I felt sad yeah. Super Bowl week uh, to me is, is his final answer. His final answer. I mean, I'm not saying he won't be asked and won't make more comments, but that was his truest answer. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I feel, I, I feel, feel sad. Like, I feel like the sad little brother. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And so I think ultimately what I'm looking at is two people who experienced what Chris Jones is going through right now and allowed agents to decide their future. Yeah, agents here, can be good, but for the most part, agents aren't there looking out for the best interest of you, the client. They're looking for the way that they're going to make the most money. And when you're the Cats brothers and the only client you have is Chris Jones, I have a hard time believing they're there for Chris Jones's best interest, and they could pull a Freddie Freeman. Chris, remember Tyreek. Keep in touch with uh, Patrick, Kelsey, um, Chris Jones, obviously. Um, he be in Miami all the time, so there's a lot of communication, you know, amongst us. You know, um, I yeah. tell the guys, congratulations, man. I'm so proud of you guys, and um, yeah, I mean, I-, I wish it was kind of me. I'm like the sad yeah. little brother. Okay. Remember that, Chris. Your your name's in that bite, too. And then says I'm the sad little brother. Yep. Just remember that. Just remember that along the way. Travis admits he was wrong. We'll get to that next. Got me, got me Request the music today. It's a special edition on a Friday. 913-586-7610. Include your name so you get the credit. Yeah, text line's on fire this morning. Zach, out of the 660. Uh, where is the love? Nice. I sense a theme. You guys have done a good job today. We let we let you have the theme, and they're, they're, they're running with the theme. I like it. Absolutely, man. It's been a great morning. Great morning for you guys today. So, um... Oh, I got to get rid of the Tyreek cut. Sorry. Um, sad Speaking of Tyreek, somebody did text in. Sad didn't you brother. guys get the feeling that Tyreek was always going to leave at some point? I'm going to say no, I didn't. I thought he'd be grateful for what the Chiefs gave him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. Clearly, I was wrong. I thought he might not get the most, but there would be a... Hey, you guys You guys gave me an you guys opportunity. Had my back. You guys really have had my back. Right. And kind of spit in the face of that. So, anyway. Uh, Travis Kelsey admitted he was wrong. Earlier this week on the uh, the New Heights podcast uh, for bumping his head coach. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know. Hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get it. 
victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby. But damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's f***ing go. I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this. It wasn't me mad at Coach Reed as as it looks. It was the frustration of our team not having success, turning the ball over, and me being on the sideline. On the sideline. Damn it. It was pleading with your head coach to let you go out there and win this month. That's what it was. Me and you both know what it was. Andy knows what you mean to him and what he means to you. And I think Jason Kelsey, obviously, with, with Travis there. Um, yeah, they both admit it was wrong. But also, I think in any team setting, one, you can understand the the emotion. And there are different rules for different people. Sure, there are. Absolutely. Jimmy Johnson said that with the Dallas Cowboys way back years when. ago. Way back when. There's a different level of... Uh, you, you two know the respect level. Mm-hmm. You two have worked together for a long time. He has known him for a long time. Right. Uh, and then where your, let's be honest, where your status is on the team. Right. Not everybody can get away with that. True. Right. No, hundred percent. Like if right. Nase Johnson did something like that or Leo Chanel did something like that, we'd be having a bit of a different not, conversation. Not everybody could is, is to that level where they could, they could get away with that. There's about two others. It's called Patrick and it's called Jones. And that's about it. Like, I don't know that Trent McDuffie could get away with that. Justin Reed could get away with that. You know, Legereus Sneed could get away with that. Nobody else is. We know away Marcus with that. Peters did not get away with that. We know Marcus Peters didn't get yeah. away with that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it takes a, a, a different level, and yes, the optics are not great. Okay? Right. I like the fact that the, the first thing he said to Travis was, I'm not mad that you hit me. I'm mad that you hit me because I've got cameras on me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not mad that you got in my face. I'm mad that they caught it, and well, you, you got to be careful. Yeah. You don't like the – you're not going to the, like the way this looks. Yeah. And also, they won. This I is mean, a men's let's, warehouse. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. They won. Oh, if they had lost, this would be the top story. Yes. Everybody would be talking yes. about it. That's when it crumbled. How did this happen? Yes. Because I received a message from somebody in professional sports during the game, and they're like, this team is crumbling. There's no way they're going to be able to get it back. You can't do that kind of stuff on the sidelines. I'm like, hey, whatever. And I sent Kermit drinking tea. That was my response to a lot of people on Sunday. And... um so normally something like that happens when your team starts to infight like that. They fought in every game this year and they won the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. That was not a great moment for Travis. And, and, and I love the way his older brother basically held him accountable. Bro, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Like that's, that's an older brother right there going, I love you, but you were wrong. Well, and I know Andy too. We had a great relationship as well. Right. You can't do that to Andy Reid. So it's fine. But that's the thing. We've moved on from that. And you're right about different people getting treated differently. Jimmy Johnson said Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, and Troy Aikman have different rules. And when you're good like those guys, you can have different and rules. And I think everybody understanding the dynamic of how far they go back. Right. And the relationship with Jason and the whole thing. And they got an understanding. I mean, it's like when just look at our situation here at 610. Alex Gold plays by different rules. <laughs> So does Carrington. What? He hasn't had to clean up after himself. Oh. 
Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't even fully know what that means, but I do find it funny. But Alex plays That's why I picked Alex, it, because it would be funny, because yeah. it's not the one you thought I Alex would say. Alex plays like by different rules. You yeah. would have thought I would have said Vern or Binkley. Right. Yeah. Right. No, Alex, he plays by different rules. He's like an 80-year-old man trapped in a 30-year-old body, though. He's uh, somewhat Larry David-ish. Yeah, he Alex is. is. Like, I have Larry David moments, but he's like, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I used to work with a real Larry David, but Alex is close. You did? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Rogers. Oh. <laughs> original, one of the originals. K-Rodge, he comes on the show with us periodically from Miami. He was exactly, <laughs> now, you, now you see it? He was exactly yeah, Larry David. He yeah. was the youngest old man I've ever met. He just <laughs> Grumble about everything. Grumble. I mean, Alex We're gripes shoes. about yeah, everything. I love, I love K-Rod. Alex great. is right there, right? He doesn't see us, I don't You're think, right. as we're, we're talking to him. Talking about you on the air, Alex. Hey, now he perks up a little yeah, bit. What are, you, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? Like there, there's a there's little, no more old man right? trapped in a young like people I'm think not, I'm old. This guy. I'm not saying he does. He says whatever he wants and does whatever. No, but there's there's an old man portion of Larry David that I think is Alex. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. snowing out today. I didn't put the chains on yeah. my tires. Yeah, there's a, there's a quality. What's to up, it. guys? Hey, <laughs> hey, no, there we, didn't, we didn't need you on the air. We 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 got this handled. Okay, yeah. okay. we were just talking about. Yeah. Pete, we were talking about Travis Kelsey. Can you hear us without the headset on? Okay. Travis Kelsey bumping Andy Reid and certain players play by different rules, right? And we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin playing by different rules. I said, when you take our situation at 6'10, we have somebody that gets to play by different rules, and it's Alex Gold. And then Josh. Oh, I thought laughing. you were going to say Carrington. Well, that would have been the easy one, right? Yeah, I got you. I got you. That would have been the easy yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is what I thought he was yeah. going to say. Too, right. And then when I said you, he started laughing. Yeah, and then we started right. talking about how you're like a you're like an 80 year old wrapped in a 30 year old body. At times, maybe. maybe <laughs> at times. <laughs> there was a little pause and a head nod for those. You know, yeah, Alex just showed us the cameras. We needed we needed Alex's cameras. Uh, hooked up earlier because uh, he. I mean, can you he, believe they want to eat dinner went, at six o'clock? Right, yeah. I mean, it's so late. <laughs> uh, Cody and Gold coming up uh, at ten o'clock here on six ten Sports Radio. He's actually not a, that's me. <laughs> six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for early meals yeah. these days. Uh, he's not available, but another NFL team wants our cornerback. We'll tell you who next. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Back in on a Friday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Nathan Williams producing today. Thanks for the uh, the musical requests all day. We put it in your hands just to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit, and you did a terrific job. 913-586-7610 on the Jay's Southland Toast Service text line. Are you are you seriously, like, eating early now? Because I do. I, like, I mean, it gets to, like, 530, and I haven't had dinner yet. I'm like, oh, my God, it's late. 
You know, with the time we get up anyway. <laughs> um, no, it really depends on everybody's schedules, really. It's not. But am I hungry at like four? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we were all like ready to eat at 430. Yeah, I'd be, be all, fine. Be all yeah. for it. I'd be all for it. I like to be in bed by six. Yeah. Yeah. But not. not I have a friend's birthday tonight. Eight o'clock. It starts. I'm like, God, that's not good eight at o'clock. all. Yeah. I don't know that I'm making that party. No, that one sounds great on paper. And yeah. Then you get to, uh, and then you get the day at eight o'clock. The hell's going out do, that late? Why don't we do six? <laughs> How about noon? Yeah. yeah. Anybody? Yeah. I understand yeah. noon doesn't work for a lot for yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. Time me off. Now. Now. I'm ready. Then so eight, I was telling my wife this morning, I go, we got to go at eight o'clock tonight. She's like, it's late. I go, well, maybe we can go to dinner and then see what happens from there. <laughs> like, if you make it or not. Yeah. Sorry, we got caught up in something. I was sleeping. Caught up in something. Couldn't get there. But you feel it on Friday, right? We get up as early as we do. By the time you hit Friday, you're just done. Yeah. Especially what you've been through lately. Yeah, there's you know? a little there's a little of that. Like sometime it's gonna catch you. Yeah. It might be today. Thank yeah, goodness maybe. we have Monday off. Maybe today. Yes, uh, we will not be here on Monday. We'll be back with you on uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um another team is pining for our quarterback. Can't say is that blame them. Every team is pining for our quarterback. But you're also Chasing a unicorn. Yeah, that's the thing. This is a one-off, man. So pick your poison here. You want to try? You want to? You want to go for that, or do you want to try to do something different? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would suggest maybe you do something a little bit different. But uh, Cliff Kingsbury, his Patrick Mahomes, former coach, obviously at at uh, Texas Tech, and now the uh, offensive coordinator in Washington, was facing questions from the DC media yesterday and what he's looking for in a quarterback. I think they wanted the answer Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. Instead, they got something else. When you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, The Chiefs quarterback. That'd help. Uh, No. um, I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays with your feet move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. And and then the intangibles, you know, you want that player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys each and every day when, when he shows up in the building. You want him to lift the building up, and um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. Okay. So from that perspective, he made a little joke, but also said, yeah, guy who's – who can move his feet a little bit. I don't know. You do need to have escapability and all those things. Patrick's sure. just so smart at that, too. I think his smarts in that regard are the best part of it, rather than, you know, obviously foot speed, and it's the decision of when to go uh, that he is so terrific at. And then... Uh, do you blame him, though? For I mean, like, that's the right answer. What kind no, of quarterback? No, I mean, we want Mahomes. It's the right answer. The, the, yeah. the Kansas City one is funny. Yeah. It's funny. Coming from him, too, it's, like, funny. I think they were fishing for what is Caleb Williams? Is Caleb Williams in that guy? Yeah. Um, I don't know if he answered that. And then he he did say, you know, you want a you want a guy who's your hardest worker, your leader in the building, whatever. And he, he did not say Kyler Murray. Yeah, he could yeah. have said, well, it wasn't Kyler Murray. I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking for the anti. I'm looking closer. I'm closer to Mahomes. I want Mahomes than uh, than Kyler Murray. Yeah. So he'll have to decide for himself. Well, not even really for himself if they can get. Who he wants to get at number four? Mm-hmm. Or are they four or three? Three, three. Yeah, because Cardinals Arizona's, pick it. Arizona's four. four. That's right. We went over that earlier. 
Um, I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure with Caleb Williams. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I, I don't care what you think. You cried to your mom during a game. Like, that's not a leader. Uh, he would know best. Right, which means, yeah, no. Because there's rumors they're going to trade up to one. Oh, aren't they two trying to trade up to one? I mean, the, the, I'm saying Cliff Kingsbury would know best. Yeah. Like, you can have your thoughts. There would be a good perspective that Cliff Kingsbury could bring you on this one. Correct. If I'm if I'm that, I'm like, okay. Or maybe it's a no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a no. So Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, if they don't trade up. Commanders at two, Bears at, Bears at one. That's right. So they were going to trade up from two to one. to Yeah, yeah. that would be, that would be silly. Unless they really believe it. If the Bears are going to take a quarterback at one, let them take the quarterback at one. Yeah. And then you can go, well, we couldn't get him anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have perfect. the build? Don't you have a better out that way? Like, we took Drake May. And if Drake May doesn't pan out, you hope he does, but if he doesn't pan out, you go, oh, yeah, that's all right. We, we didn't get the one. trade up for him, you know. We couldn't get the one. We thought the one was the guy, you know. I, don't know. I think it's a cautionary tale, though, if you're the Bears, which they suck anyway because their ownership's ass. But if, if you're the Bears and the commanders don't call about trading up for Caleb Williams, do you want to take Caleb Williams? Because the offensive coordinator who directly worked with him for a year is like, Mm-mm, we're not trading up for this guy. Well, he has no control over it. The offensive coordinator is going to be controlled. No, I understand, but pick. I'm sure they're going to talk to him. Yeah. Would you make a trade up? For, like, if the commanders aren't doing that, they're idiots. Yeah. I would absolutely go into his you're, office. You're and go, saying if you... there's been no contact at all, would indicate to you that Cliff Kingsbury said there should be no contact at right. all. Right. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can quite make that leap. But... Oh, I can. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go talk to the guy who coached him and, and say, what do you think? And if he goes, man, I, there's no way, and here's why, I, I'm not going to take my eyes over a coach that worked with him for an entire year and says, here's why I don't I'm like him for you ABC don't consult him, but I don't know that trading up, not wanting to trade up for him because of the assets it requires would necessarily say it wasn't a vote of confidence. Oh, I, I think absolutely. That's why you got Cliff it's Kingsbury a, it's a in lot. there. They're going to give you – you have to give up a lot. You are stupidly to go from two to one. Right. And but if like, the guy's worth it, then you do it. And if, if he said, is it worth it for us to trade up? And Cliff Kingsbury goes, not really. And then you're the bears and you still take him. The guy who coached him for a year didn't want, didn't tell his team to move up and get this guy because a quarterback or a franchise changing opportunity. If you had to do it all over again, you would have traded the next 10 drafts for Patrick Mahomes. Everybody would have. Right. And if somebody like that is out there and their coach goes, I wouldn't give up. I was all trading that. Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 drafts. Well, you were. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. So I I freezing cold takes. Yeah. I just think Cliff Kingsbury is the perfect guy to have in there with that pick. And I would absolutely sit down and go, we want to move up to get Caleb Williams. Do you think we should do? And if he tells me no and lists reasons why, then I'm going to say, no, you're my coach. I hired you. You worked with this guy for a year and you don't think it's worth trading anything to move up to get this guy. Then we're out. Mm. Okay. And should the bears take him? Yeah, the bears should. The Bears should not keep two quarterbacks, though. That's insanity. Then, then what are you going to do with that? Because it's not like you're using Justin Fields as Alex Smith. No, no, you're 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 making a trade and getting whatever you can. Yeah, but you got to trade him before the draft, right? Because if you try, wait till after the yes. draft, you ain't getting anything for him because everybody knows you got a deal. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they're in a bad spot. I think they should. I think they should absolutely trade out of, or they should uh, trade Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But, and then take the best available quarterback, who I think is Michael Penix Jr. I think that guy's going to be a star in this league. I love watching that kid play. Uh, there will be plenty of people with injury questions on him. I know. I get it. And offense. Mm-hmm. Did, they run, did they run an offense to suit him? Yeah, they did. 
They also Again. question offense and footwork with Patrick Mahomes. I know. You know? Uh, everybody's got their opinions. I'm yeah. just saying I think I think Penix is going to have the injury questions to have to shake. I'd rather have a guy with injury questions that's a stud that's going to go out there and do what it takes and a guy who cries to his mom. If you give me one throw, it's Jaden Daniels. Oh, my God. That throw the other day. that. Oh, my God. I know. The, we were both watching it with our mouths <laughs> open going, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If I if I if I wanted to get floored by one throw, it was one they showed the other day where he, uh, no look, flipped it over his shoulder. Yeah. to a streaking guy down the sideline. Like, why did he have to be naked though? He could wear pads. Well, you know, he had a twenty thousand dollar bet on himself. That's right. Yes, that's why. Nobody's believing that video, right? That was going no, around yesterday. I don't okay. think so. Okay, that guy claimed he did it on purpose. He's I don't even know if it was the streaker, but I'm like, that's fake. Yeah, that he he orchestrated it to win a bet. Right. Yeah. And I hope I he cashed in his ticket before he put out that video. Yeah. But people are stupid. They run on fields. Um, Want to hear something dumb? I don't know. We've been talking for almost four hours. Haven't we done that already? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, this is from uh, Pro Football Talk. And this, this, this one happened to be written by Florio. So bear with me. It's not an opinion piece, though. Jim Harbaugh opens as favorite for coach of the year. Of course he does. He's the early favorite, according to uh, DraftKings and others, to be the AP coach of the year. Who did you think the favorite would be going into this season? Because everybody expects the Chargers to win the division, don't they? Why do we have to have a preseason Odds for coach of the year out already. It's weird, but people want it. I know people do want it apparently, but cause you get good odds right now. You know, if there's somebody you're not thinking about, or maybe you got a feel or whatever, you know, people are going to gamble on this kind of stuff. So they're going to give him player. They're going to coach of the year. If he makes the playoffs. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Not the guy who's going to three Pete. He'll never get coach of the year. He's too good. So if he makes the coach playoffs, of the year like, is like top loser. Wow. He didn't think they're going to make the playoffs. He's coach of the year. Yeah. Oof. Who was coach of the year this year? Was it D'Amico Ryans? Yeah. No, it was not. No, no it was no, not. Stefanski. Stefanski. Yeah. Stefanski. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly yeah. A, a sham of an award. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's who sucks most mm-hmm. and surprised the best. Who sucks most and becomes average yeah. coach of the year. So Harbaugh has the best odds right now, followed by Matt LaFleur. Uh, Raheem Morris is third. He's got the best chance. Wait, who to did be you the... say was second? LaFleur? LaFleur. Yeah. But they were good last year, so right. So he's not winning. He's so not winning. Raheem Morris has got the best uh, the best odds, really. He's taking over the Falcons. If yeah. You do anything with the Falcons, right? They're going to give you probably all the roses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Is Robert Sala on that list. Robert Sala is a little further down the list, but uh, so Morris would be third. Shane Steichen, who would be fourth, the Colts coach, D'Amico Ryan's, and Robert Sala. Robert Sala's up there, huh? I'm just thinking of of teams likely to improve most wins because that's what the award is. Yeah, it's right, a most yeah. improved team award, and and you know their quarterback will be back, so that's that's where my head is. I think, and they'll have new uniforms. Oh, that's the best move they made in 50 years. Because that'll that'll make all the difference, right? Best move they made in 50 years is going back to their old uniforms. So, the Jets. Do you guys believe that Robert no. Sala? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Do you guys believe that Robert Sala will make it to game one of the regular season? Or do you think the Jets could still fire him? Oh, no, no, no. I think he's good. You do? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he'll make it to game 10 of the regular season? 
Well, I know what Aaron wants. Uh, good, point. good point. That's fair. Do we know what Aaron wants? Is he still doing any uh, media or is he stopped for a while? I think he's in hiding now. No. Okay. That's a good point. Does Aaron want Depparent, it? Yeah. Depending off if Aaron Rodgers wants him because he, I think he's still in control there. If anybody's looking around and saying, you know, like we should let players have say in things, just look at the Jets. I mean, they let a player take over that organization. Mm-hmm. And where are they right now? Nowhere. In the offseason. That's right. Like, they, like everybody they, else. Like everybody else. Yeah. They went out and obtained the player that would catch the winning touchdown pass at the Super Bowl. That's what you, right. What are you talking about? They had him in their in their yeah. in their arsenal. Yeah. And they let him have the hook. Yeah. It's got to burn the Jets too. It's oh, just, it's, it's got to be terrible. It's it's, it's so great. Jets. I mean, it's perfect for the Jets. Good one from the text line from the eight three two Antonio Pierce Coach of the Year twenty twenty four best odds. Antonio Pierce may be one. Yeah, to look he's at. not. Yeah. He's not up there, but that that. That wouldn't be a bad name either. Yeah. If the Raiders make it to the playoffs, Antonio Pierce will be a guy that you could consider for coach of the year. And I would say, you know what? You probably deserve it at that point because they don't have a quarterback right now. Well, I was going to say, is that a Justin Fields possible destination if they select a quarterback? Could there? be. What, yeah. what about Atlanta as Justin Fields destination? They were talking yes. Pittsburgh as Justin Fields potential destination. And I'm not a huge Justin Fields fan at all, but I would take him over that guy they got in Pittsburgh right now. Kenny Pickett? Yeah. I don't know, Kenny. I don't know. Kenny, not can he. Oh. Kenny. Totally different. Kenny. Kenny. Can I get a word? Kenny. Kenny Pickett. I don't know, Kenny. Um, did Billy recap the week? We just didn't. No. Okay, good. Because I <laughs> Nathan and I were going, did we did you make it Billy? No. <laughs> no Billy today. Okay, no, no Billy, Billy today. No. Is, he, is he off today? Billy's off for okay. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Billy All right. will come back when when we tell him to. Oh, I was gonna say Billy. When Billy says he's ready. Well, well no, that's it's really, really what is it is. Kinda, yes. When Billy's Aaron, ready, Billy if, will come if back. If there's an right? Aaron Rodgers of this show, it's probably probably Billy. It is Billy. It's probably Billy. He yeah. does dictate. He does dictate whatever. Yeah. He no, dictates. no. It, it's so definitely Billy. There will be no yeah. recap of the week that was brought to you no. by Jay Southland Toe. But if you missed any of the show this week, uh, one of the roller coaster weeks we've probably ever had, right? Yeah, no question. Yeah. High highs, low lows. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, definitively a uh, an interesting week on the show uh you can check it out 610sports.com or the odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y we can download it for free listen on the go catch up on the podcast all that good stuff on the free odyssey app enjoy your three-day weekend yes, I know you're gonna we'll be need it back on tuesday we'll be back on tuesday no monday no monday show this week uh but back on tuesday maybe next we'll week. do interviews or something no i will not make myself available to anyone wanting to talk chiefs <laughs> out of town no thanks I've ever turned on enough of those after the game. Like, no, I'm done. I'm chiefed out, man. Just let us be. Let us be. Three-day weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. Cody and Gold take over next, 10 to 2, here on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.